You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 113. Inside the top layer of the spire in the middle of the city sits the device powering the shield that protects the city from the aberrant world outside it. Dead on the ground is the high cleric Dosevek. Killed by Hugh, pretty much. Only yeah, Hugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> like six arrows. Who did this? No, arrow wounds. <laughs> oh, yeah, arrow true. wounds. Near him on the ground, still twitching. Is some sort of uh, yeah, it was like a tentacle like, bear thing. Uh, a big bear with with tentacles bursting out of its body. They're still twitching slightly on the ground. In the doorway stands Mayor Maddock. What is going on here? As he surveys the room, Rin says, <clears throat> "Hold on." Hold on, everybody. It's not what it looks like. We came to see what was going on, see if we could help the clerics a little bit, and the high cleric freaked out and attacked us. Uh, First, Pinter says, first off, they had kidnapped uh, one of the uh, forces and people we protect. He says, but but, but, uh, why are we discussing this? There is a riot out in the streets. We must go stop it before anyone is hurt. And Pinter the goes mayor running puts the door. his hand forward, gesturing to stop Pinter. Pinter he says, first a potion of gaseous form and goes floating out the door. He's All right, Ren calls out Ren... to Pinter and says, don't leave quite yet. Ren looks at Maddox and then looks at Aurora and She's says... She's yelling at him. Ren looks Please at Maddox and then looks at Aurora and says, let him go. Like, but it did not it's... help the situation. Pinter is floating out in gaseous form, and whatever is going on in here is going on, he's using his spells that inconvenience everyone to inconvenience the right. And he's just basically going to go around casting spells that stop people from moving to try and stop any violence or hysteria that's going on. He's not going to freak people out anymore. Well, he's doing it more like riders about to throw something through a window, and the shopkeeper's like, oh no, oh no, and then suddenly they can't move because of invisible magic, and Pinter's like, here to help. Towards the next place. Maddock, addressing the rest of the party, says, explain to me what happened in this room. And he gestures over to the uh, the twitching aberrant bear on the ground and says, "What is that?" Ren says, "In a moment of fanaticism, your high cleric snapped and started attacking us, claiming that we I'm were." Tell the truth. <laughs> Let's see what comes I think up. You tell Let's see what comes out of my mouth. My- um, That's not how says, life works. What says, is Aurora saying? Is she is she interrupting? She's Ren? looking at at Ren meaningfully. Ren says, as if to say, the cleric snapped and said that we were 
stopping the only way possible to maintain the shield, which is bullshit. There's other ways. And he turned your boy into an aberrant bear with tentacles and started attacking us. Out of, out of nowhere. You see what madness your cleric has invoked upon your own people? He says, why were you up here in this, uh, in this chamber? It is only allowed to... Uh, only the high priest and the, uh, and the highest levels of his clerics are allowed in this place. Did to he invite you in? To assist with the... Did he invite you in? I know not. It was Pinter that entered. The one who has just flown out the window against my orders. We will have words with him. He says, you will have words with him. You will not be able to stay in this city any longer if this is how you are going to treat our, uh, if this is how you are going to return our hospitality. I would would expect no less. Uh, Maddox, I understand that the safety of your people is the most important thing to you right now. But I must impress upon you that we are not the threat here. And Pinter, though he may not make the most diplomatic of exits, certainly has your city's best interests in mind. He wishes to stop the riots, as I'm sure you do as well. Yes. May we assist? He thinks for a moment, looking around the room. He says, I would have one of you stay here with me while I uh, figure out what has happened here. The rest of you assist with what you have started outside. Red volunteers to stay. Alright. He says, very well. Okay. And he gestures for you to go. <laughs> well, is he coming too, or is he staying with... Staying no, with he said he's staying here. Aurora gives Ren a meaningful look. Don't worry about The meaning is, Kill him don't do anything stupid. Don't worry about me. Come back, Maddox, it's like a zombie under uh, Ren's control. Sir, <laughs> the Ren. Ren shoots from the hip, but he's not retarded. No, she doesn't Most think he's retarded, but she <clears> certainly... <throat> does not want to have to think back and say if only I had given him that meaningful look. Because it always works. It doesn't always work. No. It works. What's you and Aurora doing? I'm going to the, uh, the location of, of highest concentration of, of chaos and uh, we'll placate the people. Oh yeah, it's not peaceful city music. Not fucking peaceful. It is a little more... Now, the riot has only been going for a couple minutes, because we ended that combat like that. Yeah. It didn't take us long to get there, either. But how much damage do you think someone can do if they're panicked? In a couple minutes? A lot of windows are going to get broken. So many windows! Some old lady could get trampled. That's why it's out there. By by some sort of giant elephant. That's Yeah. Um, Hugh is, I mean, a little conflicted about the whole thing. He was called here under the pretenses that Solus was being, you know, captured. Yeah, um, uh, before you leave, uh, sorry, you see Solus laying on the floor beneath the large golden sphere. She stirs a little, blinking her eyes as if waking up from a deep sleep. Uh, Hugh attends to her and asks if she's okay. She... Blinks her eyes and then looks to Hugh, and she looks right at him and says, "I've been plucked from a nightmare by the dreamless king." And then she kind of gets up 
and then makes a motion as if to dust herself off, but she's not even touching herself when she does so. It's almost like she's mimicking a behavior, and then looks around. Ah. We should go. There's a riot that we're going to go try and help stop. (laughs) She says, so much commotion. I can sense it. We caused this. I don't know if I'd say I don't easy. know about that. I Hugh actually know. doesn't know the source of the riot. He wasn't there when it started. <laughs> Unless someone said, yeah, we started that one. We didn't Brandis start the riot. Says, riots always help. It's a fact. He <laughs> would say that. He did say that. He did. Like last session. And on the card. Maddox responds saying, um... Maddox says, riots will not help this city. He says... There is chaos down there. People are running around in the streets. They don't know what's going on. The lies that have been spread. He says, the things that they're saying. And then he kind of looks around. He says, (laughs) I will ask that she stay here too during our investigation. She is involved in this. Yes. She probably shouldn't be running around outside anyway. Maybe you should stay too then. She frightens some of the citizens. My, My people placation skills... Uh, would be put to I'll you be here. Stay. I'll be here. It's things. okay. That's probably true. I won't be have much help in putting down a riot. I've been killing people. You stay. I'll go. No, that's when you I'll shoot. I'll do my You're like green arrow arrows, like a boxing. Yeah, who has exploding arrows. arrows and a net arrow. Net that's not... arrow. He doesn't have a net arrow. He's a, an arrow of nets. No. Or a net of arrows. Princess. No, magical <laughs> ammunition is here. just so ridiculously expensive. It's almost. I mean. It's just all. Unless you really need it for something specific, it's just it's just not ends up being worth the cost. Um, There's so many better uses one could put that yeah, so, residium to. So you stay here with Solas. Solas, he's gonna keep an eye on you. Stay put. I gotcha. Oh, Ren too. Yeah, Ren said he's staying. So oh. Aurora's leaving. I'll go. Uh, and I assume Brandis is leaving too. Yeah, Brandis is heading out, following Aurora. Yeah. You states as much and said, I was brought here under the pretenses that our ally had been kidnapped and was being captured and, and tortured been. somehow. And he motions to Solace as he, had been said, as he said this. Which appears to be the case from what I saw when I entered the room and horrible. did what I did. Which was kill your high cleric. Put down your right. He says, we will get to the bottom of this as soon as... Um, well, no, you're staying here to help. Yeah. He says... He says so you do admit to killing, uh, to killing... Confess. Dulcinea. Confess. I did kill Dulcinea. Yeah, 100%. And I'd do it again. Even if he wasn't doing anything bad. Because he attacked him. us. That's true. He was torturing one of ours. Siphoning the very life force out of her. What were we to do? Before long, clerics arrive from the staircase coming up the spire along with more of Maddox's uh, guard you know uh, what do we call them? the city guard the city enforcers as they come up and Maddox start, he's very calm about the entire thing and he starts questioning each of the clerics uh, asking you know, what's going on here, what is the beast, is what he is mainly focusing on, the bear with these aberrant 
like yeah, tentacles that's still thing. twitching around a bit. Rand motions to the bear and says, the bar. Your own clerics should be able to use it. It doesn't take much arcane skill, which I'm not saying they don't have much of. They are very skilled. But, <laughs> but any, <laughs> any apprentice mage can do, um, can figure out that this is in fact one of your clerics, and they can in fact figure out who cast this on them and see that it was in fact your head cleric. And motions for the others to come and try to, uh, to back him up. Yeah. Hugh has can't substant has no comment on his statement because he doesn't know. I mean, you sure as hell can do that. I mean, this is a this is a, 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 it's a be basic possible. ritual. That's kind of cool. You like it? Madoc has his own um, his own high mage as one of his close advisors who shows up before long and corroborates Ren's story as he casts his own uh, spells and says this does seem to be the magic it is of, as the gnome uh, says. of the high cleric it is as the gnome says and then he he stares at Ren extremely intently when he says this and then looks to I think he's uh, never Madden. seen a gnome before he probably never has when you think about it and you're Ren, probably a... you're the last gnome and Ren looks back at him like and shrugs know. his shoulders and puts his hands up like in a gesture of well yeah wait you have to bring my race into this <laughs> Like I said. You wouldn't say that if it was Q. Hugh's curious. Do you guys have any idea why they would have captured our friend? <laughs> After Duh. resolving that this thing was the High Cleric, Hugh brings us up. Maddox says, Maddox asks the clerics the same question. He says, what was, uh, what was the High Cleric doing? And it is one of the uh, senior clerics that was originally known only to Pinter, but originally up here at the top of the uh, the tower that was scared out of the, the ritual here. Head downstairs. That's why it's good not to kill everyone. He speaks up and, and says... Ren. Ren dies. And he says, it was the high cleric's orders. He ordered us to uh, to kidnap her and use her to repair, uh, to attempt to repair the shield. The shield is damaged then? He and Ren kind of looks around. Ren speaks up and says, You see, we abided by every rule that Maddox you says, down. Quiet. I am not speaking to you. Ren says, But it's okay for your clerics to kidnap our people and torture them. He says, During this investigation, if you will speak out of turn, it will make everything go slower and waste a lot of people's time. He says, It would be better if you were to help with the riot, if that's how you're going to be. Ren nods. Wow, in a gesture implying for Maddox conti- to continue his <laughs> Maddox is a um, or her or I'm sorry Ren is a uh, no Maddox a dude Max a dude Max a dude oh okay right never mind um, you're thinking of Bilal Ren is an insightful guy he can read people. He, in order to be able to scare people, he has to be able to read them. He has to be able to look at them and know their fears. Or he's just like, well, everyone fears fire. And I'm not exactly sure if he's insightful or just, just has found one thing just, that works. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like what they do fire! in hell. It it's, seems effective. It's the universal truth. People <laughs> don't like seems, being burned. He seems really um, 
really quite unhappy about this entire situation. I would be. As he continues to uh, to ask. But a lot of his anger seems more towards uh, the clerics that are here than, than Ren or Hugh. The clerics meaning the ones that are ratting on the dead ones or the dead ones? Or the organization no, the, the, the in clerics, the, the, the clerics of the city. Okay. The... The, all, the organization. All inclusive, yeah, the organization. The, 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 the clerics of Dace. Okay. And as this, we'll call him. Uh, is this elite? Snitch? This, <laughs> as the snitch. <laughs> this this crybaby snitch? <laughs> he says. <laughs> Speaks. Well, yes, uh, as I was saying, the high cleric so ordered snitch. us to, uh, to kidnap her. We have been working on a plan for quite some time. And when this creature, and gestures to Solus, walked in through the city gates, he said that it was a blessing. He claimed that it was a gift from Dace himself, and that, uh, and that we would be squandering his gift by not using her. I... Ren puts a very obvious look of disgust on his face. He says, I recommended against it. I said we should continue with our other plan, to use the other gods. But, um... He says, the high cleric, he was impulsive, impatient. He says, he would not listen to caution. He said, and then he, he looks at the other clerics the and he stands <laughs> and he takes a step forward and he looks to the other, the, the lower clerics and to Madoc and to you guys and says, says you've all seen his, his change in behavior six months ago. Six months ago, he reached outside the shield. He was never the same since. Can you tell whether or not he's telling the truth? You I'm bet. not there. Inside? You're bet. I'm not bad. Oh, okay. He's better at it. Can you see his heartbeat? Mm, not terrible. Uh, 33? I'll try to. Ren gets 37. The guy is pretty easy to read. This guy is not, uh, I mean, he's not a liar. He's a I'm sorry, he's not a practiced liar. <laughs> um... This is clearly a man who is attempting to seize the moment for a uh, for a very um, a good opportunity for an excellent career move. <laughs> but you don't get the sense that he is being dishonest in this. Uh, the you only the only head. sort of uh, dishonesty going on here is the sort of uh, I was against it the whole the flavor time. of dishonesty that is sort he's, of he's betraying. Posturing. He's posturing. He he's posturing, but also to the kind of. He's, he's clearly giving up secrets of, uh, of the clerics to people outside the order, and you can tell by the reaction of some of the other clerics that him saying this is a little bit like... Dude, he's not being dishonest, but he's being dishonest to the order of clerics by explaining these things to outsiders, especially you guys, let, uh, you know, or e- even the mayor. That's interesting. A plan to use other gods? You're going to... I'm guessing catch some god and do to them what you were doing to Solus. Is that what you're talking about? It says it is. It is an idea that we have had, a plan that we had been uh, considering. Yes. Huh. He says, Did "I would that bad off." He says, "We all know of it. You've been here long enough to hear the whispering. Everyone speaks of it in the streets, although no one wants to say it out loud." And then he kind of speaks louder, and he says, We have limited time left. He says, The weave, it's dying. It's awfully presumptuous of you to assume that you could capture a god. 
that you could call one down and capture it. Well, in this world, you can just go he looks, find out what's hiding. He says, "Call one down. All we must do was uh, is locate one and subdue it." Again, that's awfully presumptuous of you to assume that you could subdue a god. He says, "With all due respect," and gestures to Solus again and says, "We did it." Solus <laughs> is not. Solus is a fraction of a god. He says. You do not know what you are speaking of. It is clear that uh, that you have not spent, and then he kind of yeah, looks Hugh, you from head to toe, much time in this world. Yeah, Hugh, punch Your up. hands the, are the, soft. The two gods that we have met in this world were uh, shadows of what they once were, I think. Cyric and um, the old doddering insane man. Are you saying all this out loud? Duh. <laughs> uh, I mean, are you saying this to Ren? Are you naming these names? Yeah, sure, why not? I don't see the problem. I, yeah. The cleric perks up and says, You have met gods here. Uh, yes, but it was a so long time ago, ago and uh, I couldn't get you. I, I don't know what locations. <laughs> I, I don't know anything. <laughs> Essentially, uh, enough time has passed where I didn't know where I was and the landscape has changed dramatically. It says... It matters not. Any information you can give us, this could help. And then he looks to Maddox and says, With your permission, I think we have discovered what the cause of the disturbance here was. He says, The Order of, uh, of Dace humbly apologizes for the, uh, the late High Cleric's behavior. He says, He reached outside <coughs> of the shield, something that we all knew was dangerous to do. None of us, uh, no one else has. He says, The other, um... If there's a high cleric, what would be the, the level below that? Medium like cleric. Oh, let's see. You got clerics, you got acolytes, you got. Acolyte is good. Um, what's all the Catholic terminology? The circle of bishops. Bishops, cardinals. Know. The um, adepts. Viceroy. I like adepts. viceroy. I like adepts and acolytes. Those, adepts. Are, those are classic names. Adepts. The circle of adepts, which were the. Highest level of clerics, <laughs> just below the high cleric. The quorum, the greatest quorum. The circle of uh, the circle of adepts, acolytes. Ad- no, acolytes are weak. Adepts will. Um, he says, will take over the um, the priesthood's duties until a new high cleric is named. He says these matters in the street, mayor. They could use uh, they could use your face down there. Please remove your face. <laughs> and with this, Maddock looks around and he says, I'm inclined to agree. And then he looks to Ren and Hugh. Um, if you're done with us, I'm satisfied. I mean, it appears to be the high priest that was responsible, according oh, to this man. And uh, Ren looks at the high priest and says, I'm satisfied as well, but I want your word. The high priest is dead. I want your word. I'm talking to Maddock. It says, I want your word that you will not again try to trap and enslave and tap the powers of any of my companions. It says, the guilty party in this this manner has been identified and has already been punished with death. He says, who are you uh, who are you accusing of having done this such that they could do it again. I'm accusing no one but the guilty party. I just don't want... So you are asking for a promise from the dead one? 
I'm asking. He says, "You may ask him." I'm asking for a. I'm asking for a. My friend is just a little concerned. I'm asking for a a continued good faith partnership amongst both our parties, that we may continue to work in, um, in, in tandem to find a way to preserve the city without fearing for our own lives. He says, Your request is insulting, but I agree. <laughs> he says, Ren just shrugs. You should work on your people skills. <laughs> and he says, He says, If you are to remain in this city, you will be asked to, uh, to contribute as a citizen, as, uh, as all the others do. I think you had mentioned this when we had first... Uh, arrived. I was expecting to hear something of this sort. He says, "We have given you uh, time to get situated to doing the research that you need, but I will ask that going forward, from after the manor downstairs is taken care of, that you uh, that you contribute your fair share of time to the wellness of our great city." Be happy to contribute. And then he nods, and then he um, he makes a gesture. He uh, puts his arm across his chest. And bows down as if he is, like, uh, making an agreement, offering an agreement. Do it back, guys. Ren doesn't completely. Yeah, Ren will do it back. Then he uh, rises and nods, and then he looks to the um, the highest cleric that is not the high cleric, uh, and says, "I agree. My face." Uh, he says, it is important that the that the mayor show his face in light of the events. And he walks downstairs. Does everybody else follow him? Or is it just him? No, the uh, he walks down as well as about <coughs> half the guards and uh, the clerics are um, the clerics are mostly staying here and like looking around they're walking over to the high priest and stuff what do you do what has happened to the power source that is keeping the shield up at this point you mean the shield the, the, like, this, the was orb? The, this was the room yeah so the is heart the, of the is, whole thing is the orb still going yeah like, it's there nothing has changed okay well I mean something has changed I guess from when Pinter saw it when you arrived stable. it's just it's just floating there and the shield is emanating out of it innocently Ren walks up and with the and asks the clerics if he may examine the orb to ensure that no damage has been done to it. It's again the um, the snitch, which is apparently his name now. <laughs> snitch. He's he's known as a snitch in general. Uh, the snitch. He snitch is the one who speaks up to answer. Stop calling me. Although clearly any of the um, any of the circle of adepts would be equally authorized to give you permission. He is always the first Qualified. to speak up. Uh, and, and he says, you may, uh, you may inspect it. Yes. So, Ren walks up and begins channeling his arcane abilities to inspect the uh, orb, see where it is pulling its power from. That would be a pretty evil see thing. See if maybe he can identify... Where is it? It's weaknesses and why it is slowly dying um, and just kind of more accurately pinpoint what the problem is with this thing. And Lincoln, now that you're doing that, our plan has officially worked. 
But we got to take a look at it. Few more people died than was originally planned for. A lot of collateral damage, a riot. But you guys got to take a peek. <laughs> At the end, Ren gets to take a peek. Uh, so what is what? He's just kind of kind of get an idea of this thing. Or is he? Yeah, Ren wasn't specific? in the room during all of this stuff. Ren was right. downstairs, so he came up and he's interested in seeing what this thing's all about now. So he knows that that the the shield is is weakening over time. And that it is, is not the sh- well, yes the shield is weakening via the transitive property. Yeah, so he's just basically doing a yeah. How's it work? A what once over. It? How does this thing work? Where is it pulling energy from? Is the shield itself dying? What's it? he's looking for an overall what, a synopsis um, of? What Ren finds is that this is uh, this object is an exceptionally powerful uh, artifact. It is uh, it it is Ren can't figure out. Okay, <clears throat> let me gather my thoughts. I'm going to come back to you. Let's go down to the riot. Riot music. Uh, well, this riot. is what it sounds like now that we've stopped it. There's a riot! <laughs> now there's um, a riot. So, as <sighs> Pinter flies out the window to go do what he's doing, what is he doing as he's the first to get down okay. there before Aurora... Um, Basically, just Aurora heads down. Do our flying mounts not work in this world? Have you tried? He's going to try initially to activate his jet boots. Uh, totally mechanical. No, it's magical. It's well, we well. Well, initially we'd had problems with it, but we've been doing a lot of research on you know. Rituals. Yeah, let's try. Oh, uh, you spent enough time in this city to figure out how to kind of adjust your magic to adapt it to work inside this place. So at least inside the shield. You're not sure you'd be, it, it would work outside the he's shield. He's got his armor, but he doesn't look like the croaker. He's got his mask up, so he looks like him. Which isn't much of an improvement. He starts flying around the city, no longer in ghost form. Uh, again, looking for places where his help is most needed with people panicking. And he's going over and using his magic that can stop people from moving. And, I mean, he's summoning ghosts to do it. He's just summoning the ghosts of his family so that the other ghosts don't see he's not the croaker. And they are completely invisible. So people don't see ghosts grappling them, but telling them their feet stop moving when they're, like, about to throw a brick or hit someone or steal from someone. And he flies above them uh, and says, Stop that violence. Uh, Return to the peace that we had before these vile rumors spread. They're all like, but you don't. He never said anything about mind flayers. He said the priests are being but crazy. But they might say that in their confusion. Also, it was a ghost that told them. And uh, so basically, yeah, he's using his powers to do that. Anywhere where violence is happening, he's just trying to stop it and calm people down and fly off to the next scene. Like Spider-Man. Aurora just spends her time shaming them. So, so uh, yeah, Aurora gets down a little bit later as Pinter has stopped the most violent... Uh, I mean, like you said, the, the quote-unquote riot, the chaos that has erupted from, you know, people shouting the... What was it? The, the aberrants have, are inside the shield and the clerics <laughs> are trying to kill everyone. Up. and uh, All I said was that that's the clerics were trying to cause the end of the world and everyone took it and went crazy with it. Uh, that's right. So pe- people shouting like uh, the, the mind flayers are inside the city, and 
and this, that, and the other thing. So this this chaos that had that had erupted, Pinter's stopping the most violent of the things, but people are still freaking out, running around. There's still some violence against each other as someone accuses another guy of, of being of a mind flayer. You're one of them! And he starts punching in the face. Oh, I was just born with a birth defect. And uh, so what does Aurora do when she comes down and sees this scene? Well, like I said before, she spends her time uh, just publicly extolling the... the the virtues of the original Matic in, I guess what you might call, like, a like a Sermon on the Mount kind of situation. She gets kind of high up on, like, a like a, uh, like a tall building, and she magically sort of projects her voice over this horribly just chaotic crowd. I can see Paladins being really, like, that's standard kit. That's like, standard kit. That's, like, level one. Yeah, Shouting. like remember, Madden? let people like this will aid you when you give your heroic speeches. Yes, <laughs> it's called um, it's called projection. Remember, Maddox and her amazing she, mother. And um, yeah, this will <laughs> sans the amazing mother part, but basically, just saying, you know, how 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 would Maddox feel if you if you were doing this? Or if she, if she saw what you were doing right now, basically, you know, you're flying off the handle at the at the drop of a hat. There's no need to risk everything that you've worked for in a moment of panic. And then she just says, "Look around you. Do you see mind flayers? Do you see anything changing other than the damage you've caused yourselves? Shame on you." And she points her fingers at everyone there. And as she does so, the, the sun kind of shifts in the sky as it does so randomly, and it just happens to like light right behind her head, casting her in a menacingly glorious shadow as the light kind of pools around her, and and they are stunned into shame. Immobilized. Immobilized by shame. Same ends. Yeah, there's no way she could have planned that anyway, because the sun moves totally radically in this yes, world still. exactly. She did not plan it at all. It was kismet. By the time Maddock, Mayor Maddock, arrives down at the, um, you know, to, at the bottom of the spire and arrives to the city. Fashionably late. He's uh, hardly even needed. He walks around calming all those the citizens. He, but he comes around a little bit different while, uh, you know, you just... Pinter's kind of physically stopping the violence. Aurora is shaming people out of, you know, acting the way they are. He comes through the city with explanations. He explains, and he says, uh, he says, It is true! The high cleric, uh, the high cleric betrayed our city, but he has been stopped, and, uh, and the priests of Deus are, uh, uh, have it under control. And then he continues to, as people shout out things like, It was the new ones! It was the, that glowy, naked girl! Um, he, he quells their fears as he, I mean, he can command an audience as these people, they listen to what he says. And he says, It was not them! It was the high, uh, high cleric, and his evil plans were put in motion months ago, before the strangers ever came, or before the, right. the new, uh, before our newest citizens ever showed up at our gates. And walking through the city, he goes on, 
It explains this as people and the, the shouting kind of objections become fewer and fewer and fewer as he he just gives uh, explanations. He, he basically just gives the explanations and the truth uh, to to the citizens as they come up. He's a truth teller. I like this. Guy. And before long, uh, before long, m- uh, most people have returned to their homes and their jobs and their fields and. Uh, repairing the damage. <laughs> some people were repairing the damage, but really not much damage at all was done. I mean, you had gotten down there so quickly, Pinter immediately went out to go uh, stop, and he and anything that would have caused physical damage, he was there before that even got to to a point where it would have been uh, a problem. And it was, you know, really only some broken noses here and there. You know, one person got a little bit trampled. Uh, you know, there's Brandis some, some medical people. care is is needed as. Uh, as you know, some fights broke out, but that uh, that was the worst of it. Could have been far worse. And uh, that's what he does. So, Brandis <clears throat> just went back to the bar where it all started and had himself <laughs> a drink, exclaiming, "What do we care? These people will be dead in five years anyway." Is he saying this to just the other people? Like, is, or is he just like saying he's it into his tongue? Basically, Pinter us. is exclaiming, Come, we must help! And he's like, eh. Oh, that's what he does <laughs> when he goes down. Yes. People are going to be dead in five years. And no Brandis, one's at the drinking bar, so while, the, while the chaos is being quelled. Uh-huh. Into the keg. <laughs> leaves leaves a, something on the bar. And then says that and takes it back. What is Hugh uh, doing during this? Uh, uh, after basically Ren goes to investigate, he's in, Ren is looking at the the artifact and uh, what is does Hugh head down? Does he stay here with Ren? Um, Hugh stays with Solace. He's a little bit more protective now that she's been kidnapped once, and he's going to make On sure his that watch doesn't happen. Well, I mean, he wasn't exactly guarding her. He was more like following her around, hoping that she would Baby spout out son. like. And this was the thing we've been hoping to find out this entire time, or something. <laughs> Uh, almost like she a... did say that, but it was while they were dragging her off. She doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, and eventually she wants to leave, so he just kind of takes off with her. Uh, heads back to their rooms. Yeah. Nothing too exciting. He lets the others take care of the riot, because he's like, I could shoot someone and that would make everything worse. <laughs> You there, stop, or I'll shoot you. Yeah. He's not very good at clearing <laughs> riots. He's everyone! He can, um, you know, get a point across if someone will take time to listen, but... Yeah. When Brandis does return to the, uh, to the tavern to drink, as he pours himself a drink, he sees that the, uh, the wizard at the table had not moved at all, <laughs> the one who had spoken to him, and had just been drinking the entire time. Affair. And, uh, it is Brandis that Brandis sits down next to the wizard as they both just drink as the chaos outside is being quelled. New wife of Brandis, we're gonna be stuck here forever. <laughs> Wizard's like a gender changer, though. Like no, no, the mage is a is a chick. Oh, sometimes referred to as a male, though. Hmm? When? Oh, last week you kept saying he does this. He does oh, that. right. Well, yes. <laughs> he, just, she. It can't settle in my brain that it is a woman anymore. That's like every other. Pinter's an equal opportunity. If you were to just walk into the tavern, glance over there, and then He's walk not. back out, you'd be like, oh, it was a man, right? 
Or, yeah. So it's this is accurate. I have, I have placed the memory into your mind. The mage is a bit androgynous. The mage's name is Chris. Kind of speaks like this. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so he stays with Solace immediately when Madoc. Um, actually, Solace, Solace uh, stays in here and uh, floats up above the uh, the artifact as Ren is inspecting it and she's inspecting like the beam coming out of the top of it that turns into the shield that uh, goes over the entire city so she's just doing her usual thing just kind of like looking at it staring and tilting her head Ren has been investigating the um, the artifact Ren figures out a couple things I figure out a couple things hey guys I figured out a couple things before Ren did it takes quite a lot of it takes, it takes a lot of skill to figure this out. He's fairly certain, based on the uh, subtle markings on the artifact, that this uh, thing is actually a mascari in origin. What? Mm. Oh. Um, as you surely remember, the mascari are the ones who um, the damned artifacts. They are the great collector with the artifacts. throne of Omanon and uh, such. The throne was a creation of theirs. The Mascarcana is a collection of big ass orb they made for us seven. to neutralize Rath's powers. These guys like yes, they uh, they know magic, and it makes sense to Ren that nobody has been able to figure out over the 170 years that they've or they've been studying this and, and trying to figure it out. That no one's been able to figure it out because. The, uh, the level of arcane craftsmanship to create this thing. I mean, it's ancient. It's ancient in your own times. These secrets of the Deep Mascari are, um, are extremely closely guarded, partially because of their history of, of uh, almost... Uh, well, they had to exile themselves from the world because of, of how dangerous their, their creations got. Other than that... It is uh, basically just an exceptionally powerful uh, artifact that is... Uh, the shield is somewhat reminiscent of the, uh, of the great barrier that sealed Deep Amaskar from the rest of the world huh. for so long. There's no telling if it's for sure the, um, the same thing, but uh, quite possibly based on the same sort of magic. I mean, they were sealed for, what, a thousand years, something like that? Mm-hmm. They clearly had to develop that arcane technology and probably refine it and, you know, make sure it worked well. So it makes sense that there were some prototypes or something, perhaps. He also um, comes to the conclusion that this artifact itself does not seem to be malfunctioning in any way. Uh, As as has been uh, um, talked about from some people around the city, they claim that the, the arcane weave itself is collapsing. And like almost any magical object in the world, it relies on the weave to do its thing, hmm. and the the shield is dying in so uh, only in so much, in so far as in so one of, one of those words, only as much as because the it's like weave it's running. It's like it's, it's, it's like the machine itself is fine, but it's running out of batteries. Yeah, essentially okay. that's the case. Okay. And so this is a big giant battery. Yes, with a bow on it. Uh, and finally, fascinating. Ren is. Uh, Ren does find it to be a uh, perfectly logical uh, attempt at a solution to the problem, uh, knowing what Solus is and how Solus seems to work and the properties she seems to exude around her, that uh, basically trying to capture her and cause her to just um, exist around this artifact could certainly serve as a, to use the battery analogy, um, 
as a, a massive battery to power this thing. I would like to point out that Ren is 100% not against what they did at all. That given given the situation, Ren would have done the exact same thing. He just takes a little bit of, of offense at the fact that it was one of his people. Yeah. Yeah. So He's on the same page. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I assume if we got a chance Ren doesn't necessarily blame them for what they here. did, because, yeah, Ren... They just didn't even Ren's all her. about self-preservation, but when it's one of his own people, he takes... He, he gets a little sensitive about that. He's all about self-preservation. But, yeah. So. The end. He, he won't begrudge you protecting yourself as long as it doesn't conflict with uh, him protecting himself. Yeah. Hinter um, um, assumes that he's a wanted man. So he, after helping save the city, uh, he, Batman. he goes to like a clothing store and buys a pair of glasses, like a hat and a bandana, and uh, changes into like civilian ordinary clothes. He's terrible at disguising himself, so anyone looking for him can see him, but now he's just dressed like ordinary with a large pair of glasses and his hair is brushed the other way. <laughs> Guys, heard this, this works for some me. people. Just out of curiosity, how powerful is this artifact? If you were to be able to charge it and have the have the the, if you could somehow sustain a power source with it, much like if you were to plug in Solace, could it sustain a or could it, it, it could it protect the city through some kind of cataclysmic event? Let's just say this: uh, you've heard of Aristotle, Socrates. Morons. Um, <laughs> this. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, Princess th- Bride. This oh, yeah. artifact. Um, it is exceptionally powerful. Uh, compared to uh, perhaps the most powerful magical uh, um, tool or artifact you've ever seen in your life, you, you basically you have a few points of reference. You studied the crown a bit. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, throne. the throne of Amanand, you've actually wielded its power, uh, as well as the crimson stone rod, and to a greater degree, the combination of the um, the splinters of the shard. Of and pure evil. Yeah, well, that's, that's one, basically one of the shards of uh, one yeah. of the shards of pure evil. Um, and so, compared to those, probably a little bit less. Uh, a lot less than the shards, which as you study them more and more, it almost seems like the power within them, or the power potential within them, seems to almost be endless. Like, the longer Pinter spent with them, it was like finding more and more and more power. He'd look at one little part of it and just find more complexity there than than he had time to study. And, uh, but like, uh, for example, compared to the throne, probably not quite as powerful an Amaskari artifact as the throne was. So were you asking a a practical question about it that that you were trying to figure out? I may have missed that. Or was that an answer your question? You're fine. Um, Is is Red able to tell by just the short time that he's been here in the city, are there any um, ancestors here of the Emascari people? Is he able to tell that at all? Um, Are any people here? Dr- they look human-like. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it basically I don't know if that's humans. anything that you'd be able to determine. It would be. I mean, out of everyone that you've 
you've spent almost all I mean, your time. Obviously, in, you'd be able they've to got pretty right distinctive here. markings on their face. Obviously, if if, if he had seen one, he would have seen one. Yeah, too, I mean yeah. that's what I'm saying. Is obviously you'd be able to pinpoint. Oh, there's a gnome, or oh, there's a. But after this many generations. I mean, it's true. A lot of inbreeding. They're interbreeding together in a pretty small amount of population. Um, but uh, but to answer your question, yeah, there's one person that uh, that you saw that seems like could be um, a Mascari in, I mean, in heritage only at this yeah. point. You know, it'd be like it's like eight, depending on on uh, you know how old the generations were when they reproduced. It can be anywhere from seven to. 12 or 13 generations since the cataclysm yeah. and therefore um, therefore that's you know that's a lot of uh, kind of breeding out of the Amaskari race but there's, there's someone that with Ren's keen eye for uh, for these sorts of things for the origins of people okay hmm. so how long does it take for us to to calm the city. I mean, they, they were done by the time Maddox got got down. So, and you know, he, he walked around the city for about an hour, making sure he uh, um, calmed all fears. And then, uh, and then sent out a citywide uh, message using his, um, his wizard, who, uh, <laughs> and, and basically sent out a citywide message saying that the, um, the mayor is holding court back for anyone with any lingering concerns about the events that happened. And, uh, you know, a, a few dozen people uh, shuffle on over to... Um, he calls a city hall meeting. Basically calls a city hall meeting. Uh, wow, open mic really city hall mayor. meeting. And so that's... It's as if he's a warlord. Warlord for life! Uh, how long does it take before Pinter comes back to the group? And he's... Up? You guys are, like, standing on the street corner and you see this crazy-looking man... Like, I wonder where Pinter is. And he takes a minute to look at him, and it's obviously Pinter dressed, trying to dress like everyone else in the city, doing a terrible job of it. Sure. Q doesn't just... notice that he's disguised. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you are, Pinter. There he goes. It's Pinter leaning by a wall. <laughs> he, he whispers, he's not going to use his telepathic powers right now. He whispers, he goes, Is Maddox mad at me? No. Ren says, We need to talk. No, he's not mad at you, Robert says. What are you wearing? He says, I, I thought people in the city might wear this. Yep. He's got on like a sun hat. And... You stand uh, out more than Hayson before. Hasten says, nobody in the city wears that. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe pieces of that, uh-huh. but probably not that ensemble. <laughs> that's kind of nice, don't you think? He says, they went that's a woman's here. blouse. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he looks down and goes, maybe. You can tell from the way they're buttoned. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so roomy, it's nice. Ren uh, <laughs> motions to the group out. to follow him back to their. I forget what is it we have. We have a room. Yeah, like in the yeah. You basically have a house. Yeah, so come back to the house so that we can chat. Okay. <laughs> During foresight, he dressed as a child, <laughs> like disguised with him. That is the most unhealthy looking child. <laughs> <laughs> Alright Shuffling off to the house I mean you guys are not inconspicuous walking through the city ever because, No I mean partially just because you're You're um, a lot healthier You're so clean and, and healthier And um, like dripping with incredibly potent magical <laughs> items Yeah 
Uh, you guys are are kings in this place, as far as like the wealth that you wear on your bodies. So uh, you get to the house, but you know you th- many eyes follow you as you go. You pretty much can't get anywhere in this town unless you're a gaseous form, uh, without <laughs> everyone knowing where you are. And uh, Solace is walking with you as a giant, yeah. glowy, naked woman. Yeah. Brandis does his blustery throw coke cloak over and uh... I don't know. Yeah, because they weren't together at the, at the time. So as soon as she arrives, uh, Brandis is shuffled over from And she puts on... Grumbly, grumbly, And when she puts on the cloak, it kind of, it takes on her color and yeah, it like becomes translucent as she wears it. It's still clear. Like, she found a way around the cloak. Yeah, the translucent yeah. clothing almost makes her look more naked. More naked than before. It makes her erotic now. She's gone from nude to, like, she's drawing some very lingering stares. Good you don't mind about the, huh? uh, mind. the engine. Whatever, not my daughter. And when he finds out about it, he says, so do you think if they did capture God, it would, it would keep them alive past the death of the, uh, the weave? Ren. Frida looks up from her desk. Oh, hey, Frida. Hi, Frida. She says, heard a lot of commotion out there. Nothing, Ren, nothing we couldn't handle. Yeah. Ren in his... Ren was about to say something and was cut off. And Brandis <laughs> looks at Frida and says, Not now, Frida! <laughs> And motions back to Ren. <laughs> uh, Frida just goes back to work and she starts mumbling to herself and writing. Ren looks at Pinter and throws up his arms and says, What the fuck was that? You start a riot. You bre- Okay, first of all, you break into the, the room. That's fine. I was going to do it too. We were both in on that together. But it was just to look. You broke in, and next thing I know, you're flying out and and Wait, screaming telepathically screaming telepathically at me, and then there's a riot going on. Every time we come into this dark world, <laughs> shit happens. And I know that I've started my own batch of shit a time or two. But fuck Pinter. Come on. <laughs> Do we need some conflict resolution Do you, here? Uh, Okay. It seems like my ass is on the line During a lot more Frida, recently since you've joined up with us. Frida and I'm kind of getting tired of it. Give me one sec. Frida closes her book, stands up, kind of walks in a huff into the next room, shuts the door, <laughs> and you can hear her put her book back down and sit down. All right, so it's, okay. When you, Pinter, do X, it makes me feel X. Ren says, we've tried this line of thinking and talking before, and he still keeps doing it. Pinter says, you did not not see what I saw. I'm talking to him. He says, when I came into that room, I saw them, they had trapped Solace, and she was screaming. She was screaming, Ren. He says, I tried talking them out of it. I told them that we could help them find another way to power it, to let her go. When that didn't work, I even tried scaring them away, and then the high priest attacked me. He said, I thought this was going to be the death of her. And the death of her led to one spell plague already. But couldn't you have come and gotten the rest of us? That's what I did. Yeah. He, he did come get... I think the ride is mostly... Oh. Yeah, that was Brandis' idea. 
Was it actually Brandis's idea? Yeah. I forget. Yeah, it doesn't it matter. That's what he said. Yeah, and he says, I, I went into the bar. I was Brandis panicking. Brandis completely Brandis, quiet. No, Brandis... <laughs> Well, uh, Ren says, don't blame me, me Ren for says I don't care. I don't care if it was Brandis's idea. All I know is, since you joined the party, shit hits the fan a lot more often, and people are getting mad at me a lot more often, and I'm tired of it. Does Brandis do something? Are you throwing a card down? I was, but now I don't think it's the right time. Okay. Oh. Uh, Pinter says, "Of course, things are going wrong. It's the end of the world." <laughs> And you're not making things any better. How there were much been? there were there were other ways we could have handled that other than inciting a riot. We could have gotten Maddock and brought him in with us. And Ren is starting to feel kind of like Aurora in this <laughs> because a lot of times it's Ren that just does this stuff. Doesn't it suck when that happens? But he doesn't like it when he's having this moment of clarity right now where he's like, "Oh, you don't like that." This huh? is what it's like when people get you in trouble and put your ass on the line. Well, not let that distract him. you from chastising <laughs> But it doesn't stop. Because he's like, he's like, look, there are other ways we could have handled this rather than inciting a riot and possibly getting ourselves kicked out of the city or worse. Pinter says, the riot was an unintended consequence and one I regret. That is why I left immediately to See, help he stop it. Bad about it. It says, but at the time... I thought that we would not be able to get inside the tower. I thought the mages would amass themselves. So, I, 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 we needed a distraction. Ren just shakes his head and... He, he regrets it. He regrets it every time. <laughs> He's like a kid that, that when they break into the cookie jar, they say, oh, I'm sorry, and then they go break into the cookie jar again. I think it's a little bit inflate, inflated to refer to him as a child. He even acts in, like one. Even in metaphor. Quite often. You're, you're not being productive to this exchange. Take a breath. Take a breath. He is not productive through, through nose, to our overall goals oftentimes in our... That's true. Endeavor. That's true. And we write about this. says, our goal though is to get back home and to stop the cataclysm. We That's cannot true. do that if we don't have solace. She is a source of power. And, and one of our treasured guests. <laughs> uh, and one of our choices. Ren stops for a second and says, I agree that Solace is a most powerful ally, but whether or not she is the key to stopping the cataclysm remains to be seen. Well, we can't risk it. I know we can't risk I... it, but again, I feel that there were much better ways that that could have been handled. Yes. Something that we've all agreed on. Right, Pinter? Sure. He says, but at the moment, he says, listen, we already know that the cataclysm occurs because of the death of one god. I think it's a bit of a stretch to think that her dying would have caused immense horrible things to occur. But As still, did she still when the spell plague occurred? I want to just put this out there so the group knows it. I don't give a single fuck about Not this fuck. world. Not a single fuck is given. Uh, I don't care what happens to it. If this place explodes in five years, let it burn. Pinter is stunned by that. He says, you mean you weren't planning on trying to save these people? As far as I can tell, this is a world full of mind flayers and a couple people that happen to be hanging out in this city. And Maddox. So many Maddox. As far as I'm concerned, this place is beyond saving as it is. Nothing's beyond saving. There's always hope. Yeah, we're trying to save... 
our world. Since these people yeah. are products of that world. This is not our world. Hasten speaks up and says, Do we have any indication that saving our world is even a possibility? All I've heard is that... Uh, all I've heard is that it cannot be done. We should be so lucky as to find ourselves among relatives. As he gestures to uh, Aurora. In a place like this. They are my relatives. Says, this is the... These are the people to become friends with, to figure out how to save this world. Build it up! Okay, so let's just say that is our only chance. Why then are we letting Pinter off the hook so easily with jumping in and killing one of their head people? I mean, he didn't kill them, but pissing off one of the head people so easily and causing us to kill them without anyone else around. Luckily, we had that other cleric that was there to back us up. Because I have a feeling that we would have been really screwed if we didn't have one of their people backing you know, us. It's okay. It's okay. I, I'm just okay, saying that I haven't. Angry, I'm just friend, saying that okay. I haven't given up hope on getting back to our time yet. And well, treating this place like it's our final resting place <laughs> is no, no, a no little bit no premature, that. in no, my no opinion. No one's doing that. I think what what Pinter is trying to, to say is that he values this world as well. And not that not that we're going to abandon one for the other, but just some of us feel more compelled to to we can act, save these to act as well. on, on the on the on the welfare of these people, if possible, to do so. In addition to helping our world itself, and you're, you're okay looks, to be angry. Ren looks over to Hasten too and says, "You know, go ahead, finish." Well, she's just uh, you can as you're looking at as you're looking at Hasten, kind of uh, uh, Aurora is. Continuing, and she's just like, I understand your anger, and it's fine to be angry. And truthfully, what's done is done. Pinter, I mean, perhaps a more measured approach next time. Understandably, you know, the the fear, the imminent fear is powerful and strong, but it may, may serve us all better, ultimately, to at least take a breath before diving into these uh, very intense choices that you tend to make. Peter just nods. Yeah, he's nodding and inciting. (laughs) Perhaps he's not really nodding in the way that she wants to believe he is. Pinter would love to have taken a measured, reasonable approach there. But he also knows that if that happened again, he would probably inevitably do the same thing. Yeah, I, uh, Hugh, uh, uh. Uh, it perhaps would have gone better, but uh, I won't begrudge his decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, an ally's life was perceived to be in danger, and I think when we're describing it, yeah. was, and... Uh, Any one of us would have acted to If it was you on the line, I certainly would have caused a riot to get you out of there. Ren Aww. looks to Hasten and says... Um, I think next time we'll try and do better, but, yeah. When Ren looks to Hasten, Frida walks back into the room, holding uh, a small pad of paper that she is scribbling on, and walks right up to Ren and just starts looking at him close as she continues to write, and then she walks over to Aurora and is writing, and she she even, like, puts a hand on Aurora and then, like, hits her a little bit harder. Not painfully, but just, you know, kind of feeling, and then then doing the same thing, going around to each person. What's she doing? Is so what does Ren say to Hasten? Thing? Unless he gets distracted by this. No. Ren, as he's... He looks at Hasten and he's saying this. Um, and 
starts saying this, but at the same time, while he's saying this to Hasten, Frida comes over and looks at him, and so he keeps saying it, but he's not looking at Hasten anymore. He's kind of watching Frida walk around the group as he's still yelling at, or talking to Hasten, and he says... <laughs> talking at Hasten. He says... Giving up on our own world may be easy for you, who has nothing to lose. But for me, I I am nothing here. I have lost all that I've worked so hard for. You still have us. I have you. I have you (laughs) and this this one square mile wide (laughs) bubble of a town. Hasten, as Ren says this, Hasten turns away and just starts striding out of the room and says and says and you'll waste the only thing that you have left on this foolish quest and then he just leaves the house poor Jason Jason's a little jaded they should name change his name to Jason (laughs) (laughs) because he'd like throw something at your face (laughs) so Ren just lets out a and looks to Frida and says what are you what are you doing when you pay attention to Frida, you notice her mumbling to herself, and as she's uh, as she's touching Hugh and like putting both hands against him, and then you see her hands just glow slightly. Says, Hugh does his best to accommodate and like you mean like like motions to like you mean to turn around. It's like getting your haircut, you know, yeah. you're like to lean this way or like what do you need me to do? Here? She says the, the strands they were only severed, not destroyed. And then she makes some more notes in her book. And says he couldn't destroy them completely. No. Possibly, and she moves over to Pinter to do the same. And then she's uh, scribbling uh, vigorously in the margins of her book, uh, the margins of her paper, which is already like filled with all sorts of arcane sigils and formulas. She doesn't respond to you addressing her. Frida, do you think so? We can he, get back. He, goes, shh, 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 shh. he walks. She just puts her finger like up to uh, to Pinter's lips to just stop his mouth from moving. And then she uh, she's still staring at her notes. Just she goes, "Ha, huh? ha! Huh? He couldn't do it." Ren walks over and like looks over her shoulder and starts staring at her notes to see if he can piece together what's on, what, <laughs> what she's talking about. See if he can if he can walk himself through her. As notes soon as he takes a step over to Frida, Frida looks uh, directly at Ren. Her eyes wide, triumphant, and wild. She says, "There's a way back." And Ren looks at her with one eyebrow <laughs> cocked and says nothing. She just like rocks on her heels a little bit and says, Well, the strands of faith that connected <laughs> us to this world were only cut, not destroyed. He says, If he had destroyed them, we would have just uh, ceased to exist. But we exist, guys. We are still here, even if here is somewhere else. Which means that if we were to find some way to repair the bond, we'd snap back home. But... I mean, there's the small problem. Small problem. Uh, The numbers I'm crunching here, and she, like, holds up her paper, which is almost like a black, solid, just massive, I don't know. She writes very, very fine and very tight. She says, uh, quite frankly, they're ludicrous. I'm talking theoretical theories and uh, hypothetical suppositions, all based on uh, Veruthian uh, arachnophysics. The main principle, obviously, being that creation and repair are astronomically more energy-consuming than destruction. And she looks to Ren with this, as if he's all too aware that uh, destruction is easier than creation. Totally. 
says, and unfortunately, we don't have anything close to that kind of power. I doubt even a god would. A god? Hasten says, so it... Uh, Hasten's not there. <laughs> Hasten shouts from outside, it's impossible! He was so... listening the whole time. Nothing's he comes back some... inside. Clearly he was just standing on like the porch. Uh, if we did have a god, not Solus, if we did have a god, would that give us enough power? What if lightning struck our car? She says, uh, she says, what do you mean? Pinter just goes, I think I have a plan. Well, Hugh, Montage. Hugh briefly fills says, her in. I haven't even showed you the, the, uh, the, 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 the formulas here. Quite frankly, you probably wouldn't understand them. This stuff huh. is extremely complex. Hugh, Hugh fills her in briefly says, on. Veruthian arachnophysics. Is it your name, Ruthian centrophysics. He says the arachnophysics just went in the wrong direction. He says now if you had read uh, Veruthian's fifth theorem of insectophysics, Wait, aren't you Veruth? Veruth. <clears throat> uh, yeah, she is smirking as uh, as Pinto says this. <laughs> Ren looks at Pinto and says, "Check yourself, bud. <laughs> you seem to forget who you're talking to." I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she, and uh, she smirks and she says, "Aha!" But the fifth principle is uh, is invalidated by uh, by because the uh, rotating dihedral of the. Sky. Of the yeah, I'm not good at this. Pinter nods and goes, "Of course, I take notes." And he, he starts pacing around. The oscillating spectrum of the uh, yeah. of the decreasing power of the weave. I mean, it's just pulls out a piece of chalk, starts drawing on the wall. Um. Ren looks at Brand or at uh, Brandis Pinter. What are you looking at? And says, "Wait, what are what are you actually thinking?" <laughs> On the wall, he's just drawing a circle with, with a smiley a, face. A god inside it, like yeah, but a powerful figure. What god are you? He says the people here, uh, based on what you told me. Uh, Seem to say that uh, the gods have lost so much power that they can actually be captured by mortals. Mm-hmm. He says, "I'm I'm not recommending we do this. I'm just laying it out as a possible line of action." So theoretically, if we could capture one of these gods, we could use its power in the same way that the priests were. Again, not recommending it. Uh, possibly to gain enough power to follow Frida's plan. Which you're not recommending. I'm not saying it's possibly the right thing to do, but it may be something we can look into. Frida is, um, as much as she considers herself above everyone else, she still listens to every word that people say when when they're suggesting, especially magical things yeah. such as this. And at first she was dismissing Pinter as a crazy person, especially for getting her, uh, her theory so wrong. Not, not wrong, but just applying it incorrectly in this uh, specific corner case. Got some old version. She looks, uh, she looks at Pinter and says, and then looks to Ren and says, "It's not impossible. Nothing's impossible." Ren says, "Well, if it's just a power source you're looking for, we have a pretty powerful uh, artifact from the Amaskari right here in town." Um, That's not a power source from what you were describing it. It's like 
a device it has a, that it runs has a, It has a source. It is drawing power. That's the weave, though. What do you think, Fredo? Right. Yeah, but if an we artifact could, like that, but if we could, could pull, somehow... if we could siphon the weave through the artifact, that would save us a lot of time from having to go out and trap yeah. ourselves. She says, "You don't understand what I'm." And and she she like takes some of her notes and like scrolls back, and then there's just like a page where she just has a number written. It's like some al- uh, uh, alchemical, not alchemical. Uh, um, like a it's like flash? numbers that aren't oh. used. It's not. It's not like one through ten. These are numbers that are only used in yeah, in, in arcane like metaphysics. So it's like looks like just scrawling to anyone else. But Ren understands it. Ren looks plant. at it and just like he puts his hand. Damn your numbers, he, woman! He lets out a, a big sigh and starts to rub his scruff on his head. You can hear it. It's like rubbing sandpaper, and he's just like. I hate when he does that. Oh, that's a lot of energy. It's like, he says this amount the, of energy. There, there exists. There exists no uh, mere item in history that uh, that could produce uh, this much energy. She says, the 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 amount of the amount of necessary uh, input into this formula in order to get this reparation of this bond that we need it it, it could only be produced. And she just says, it's just. And then she uh, she looks back to Pinter as if she's just considering what he sa- uh, what he said. She's just staring at him. Pinter says, "Now, Frida, would this only bring us back, or could we save others from this world as well?" I don't. I don't know. She kind of looks as if this is just the craziest out of left field suggestion, and says, "She says it would require." She says they don't even have bonds to repair. We, we we would have to find some way to pull them between worlds. You're talking about bringing them to our world. Is she it says, possible, Frida? She says impossible. Victor believed it. Was Nothing possible. is impossible. And he grabs a piece Victor of chalk. Victor did it by killing himself's version in yeah. the other world. Oh. And Ren looks so at Pinter and says, "Hey, but no. how about instead of spending all your time figuring out how to save these people that we just met?" How about we figure out how to save ourselves first, and then we can add to that later. Pinter says, We are not heroes unless we look out for those who cannot help themselves. These people are trapped here as we are, but they don't have to remain in this cursed world. Let's if there figure is out, a way to bring them back, let's I will figure, figure it out. out world one before we f- worry about world two. <laughs> yeah, take care of your own house before you start cleaning up your neighbors. Yeah. My house is dead. Why do you guys have to keep bringing up my Whose house? Whose fault is that? <laughs> Not mine! Who's a rat's fault? Um, well... Frida. Oh, God. Um, Aurora addresses Frida. It is a mushroom. It is a mushroom. What did, what did you think it was? Yeah, Galen? Like, you are saying something? <laughs> One of the mushroom men from the Underdark. I got it. Aurora said Frida, and she is looking at Aurora. <laughs> she sees what's on the wall. <laughs> She's totally distracting. Um, I don't know. She was she was just kind of doing one of those leading, like, I'm going to say something so that you can interrupt me kind of things. And then Frida was just quiet, so nothing happened. I if we captured two guys. Um, so, Frida, they've she been said, saying... She said not even a god, though. Then she said it's not impossible. Hmm. 
What if we waited here for five years for the entire world to explode and somehow harness that energy? Oh, that's a great yeah, idea. That was a the world's not going to explode in five years. There will be no energy left. Yeah, she says, if anything, that is our time limit. What What does that mean exactly, no energy left? Like, no magic? Like She says, no more weave. It's being replaced. It's being replaced with with whatever is outside of that barrier. Is there some way that we can harness the other aberrant energy? Ooh, be careful with that stuff. I mean, I know, I know that just the, a little flavor. Of I know that, that the high is... cleric kind of Frida just looks at him and says, "No, we will not do that." Okay, is it we impossible? won't. But what would happen? Like, there's a lot of energy out. She there. just shakes her head. She says. I draw my line. I draw the line. I draw the line at that level of research. I do not research such things. Nothing is impossible. He says you all should be very familiar with what uh, seeking out too much knowledge can cause to a person. I guess that's true. Are you afraid of insanity, Pinter? She uh, doesn't respond as if Aurora has like all of a sudden, uh, and she says. I'm not afraid. Ren decides to pull this card <laughs> to see what will happen. He says, yes, but if we do it together, we can help tether each other. Oh. She says, nope, nope, you'll be on your own. You'll be on your own. And she just like shakes her head and then just goes and like sits down in her chair and says, no, 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 no. Pinter's idea is better. Pinter's idea will work. Pinter says if we did have that power. It's not power. Save the people in the city? He says, it's not power, it's chaos. You wouldn't be saving them, you'd be dooming them. You'd be dooming everyone. If we brought this world, we'd be bringing this world back with us is what we'd be doing. Oh, that's really yeah, bad. That's not Let's not do that. He said, yeah. And then, yeah, we'd be bringing that world back. Clearly, as this seems to be something that is working to get yeah, people yeah, on side. says, yeah, yeah, it probably wouldn't work. And then he says, of course, I'd take notes. Um, All right. Well, what what would so, work? So, I mean, what I mean, how is it going to end? Like, like nothing, or like, is no, it going to be replaced she, with something she's saying, else? She's saying that things are changing here, and I mean, how like, how end end? Like, we're talking like as we poof, know, nothing, as we know or it, like I think she says, no, not the end it. of the world, and she slams her fist on the desk. Says, just the end of humans, just the end of this that you see around us, the end of the city. Hmm. She says, I like my life. I consider that the end. I know, but... She's very agitated from the whole uh, suggestion that Ren brought up. Aurora is insightful enough to see that there's definitely a conflict in her, for Ren has just suggested that they work together in a really intriguing way, and she... Uh, Could stay up late night. ...is unhappy to uh, have to turn him down. Mm. Aurora says nothing. Like, she's blushing and, like, pissed. At like, the same time, that's the best kind of woman. <laughs> all, that, all that pushes tension. us more. <sighs> no means no. no so, means no <laughs> if we're going to propose capturing gods, we know two at least: Siric and the old crazy guy who is in charge of time or something. What if we got Daemon? <laughs> I don't think Daemon's not really a god. He's just a big angry. But he's really ghost. powerful. You just want to kill Daemon, don't Daemon you? Daemon killed Siric. Did he kill Sirik? Uh, I wasn't yes. actually sure about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he, like, he did. Him he totally did. He flayed him, but gods are Does really hard to God? kill. I mean, Maybe. he may have, like, made him his bitch, but he may not have been dead, though. I think he killed him. 
Well, I seem to remember that there, there's a difference between killing a god and truly killing a god. He says, you all know about the spell plague. She says, that's what happens when you kill a god. And it turns out, and she gestures to Solace, that she wasn't even killed! And she like throws up her <laughs> arms as if understanding the gods is just this is silly. confounding. Um, is it, like, not entirely magic how they work? Do they, like, do something, like... Are they something else? This is, like, oil and water, where they're, like, close, but not really? Whatever. She says, that's an excellent analogy! And then she, uh, she grabs a bucket, and then <laughs> fills it up with, like, a little, uh, flask of water, and then gets some, uh, some oil that was sitting on a counter over there, and she pours it in. She says, it's like the gods! And just shows you the oil, like, <laughs> swirling around in the water. Yeah, okay. Ren, that was my lamp oil. Ren, Ren, who's he's just thinking. This is what happens when you kill a god, and she like puts a tiny little uh, fire into the into the bucket, and then the oil just lights on top of the fire. See? And now there's just a bucket with fire coming out of it. Um, That's how the grease. This is to be not the first started. time that has happened in this room. Ren says. Um, If we were to kill a god or somehow harness their energy, step one, could we harness it with it? How how are we supposed to do this? How are we supposed to, even if we had access to that kind of energy? Whoa, hang on a minute. Red crystal shards are supposed to be able to like capture. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that are we able to harness? If we were to come across an energy source, could we somehow harness that energy within the crystals? And use that. Pazuzu was making fun of us for not having any idea how they worked. That could be an idea. Frida says, I didn't like it when he did that. I I mean, I didn't take it that personally, because even once we know how they work, I probably really won't actually know how they work. It's like a yo-yo. Don't talk. Let's not bring that back up. Um, (laughs) Ren looks at Frida and says, fuck Pazuzu. He doesn't know who he's dealing with. She says, "That's right." And just nods, still uh, sitting on her, sitting at her desk. Ren continues to, but she's a. Uh, you two uh, should work together closely and try to figure out how those red crystal things nights. work. Ren continues to together. throw this out. Just he's it's just spitballing. Interestingly, pointless he is. I can help too. Ren Not invited. Ren continues <laughs> to just spitball, and says, "Yeah, if we could somehow find a power source here in the aberrant world." Maybe we could charge up the crystals, and when using those all combined together, I wonder if that would... Frida! Take a note. I need you to... You, you're faster at crunching these numbers than I am. Because you're an egghead. Uh, based on the relative size of these crystal shards and what we estimate their holding capacity for arcanic, or arcane energy, if we were to fully so charge... That was Pinter that did all that research. Okay, Pinter. Yes. Late nights with you. Um, I mean, could no. we? I hadn't thought. Awkward. If we were to charge all of the crystals that we have, or shards, would we be able to generate enough energy uh, that Frida estimates would be required? Just through the shards, or through capturing them as well? Through charging the shards. I'm not. Well, what does charging the shards mean? That's what uh, is Some, clear to me. Somehow harness it. Do the shards okay, just have whether it, power in Whether it's already, from gods or, or yeah, finding some asking. other. Okay. If we could get power, it would be basically through charging the... the shards 
with answer some says, kind of power, be it from gods or the answer is very energy. simple. And he says, as far as Pinter can tell, the uh, the potential output of the um, of the shards is is as astronomical as the numbers that Frida is presenting as what is needed. Um, that's what he says. Yes. And then mentally, he says to Ren, I do not... Or, I am not as frightened of the idea of tapping the aberrant power as and when, is. And when uh, Pinter says that the, the aberrant power, Solas speaks up and she says, Like me! Uh, and she looks to Ren. Ren looks Solace. at Solas and says, Yes, like you. How would you feel about uh, charging up some of our oh, shards? Not if it's going to hurt her. She says... Those words that you're saying, they don't make any sense. You keep saying charging up. <laughs> could you um, could you imbue some of our shards with 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 some of your she says, energy? I am already in. He says, I am already in the shards. Oh yeah. Well in that one, right? Oh, yeah, but she we says, all that, what you she says that is what holds me. You're in this one or in all of them? She says the separation between these uh, between the shards grows um, grows smaller and smaller with each day. Is there enough? Glorious. Is there enough of you within these shards to be able to generate the power we need to reconnect our tether to the other world? Frida says, "Already <sighs> considered it. Not enough, but she is remarkable. Uh, she is a remarkable specimen of energy." She says, "But she is only so. the." Uh, the tiniest sliver, the tiniest fraction of what she of what she once was, if if she even is truly Mistra, says uh, the vast majority of majority of her was destroyed in the spell plague. It's remarkable how much is left. She's so she's kind of like the right flavor, but only an appetizer. Says yes, Especially and she like perks up with this analogy, <laughs> and says, "You get it." She says, you're starting to learn these things. Uh, no, I kind of managed to just sort of make close metaphors, and I understand the metaphor, and that's about as much as it goes. Frida, if, if we were to follow this... really this, excited about this, despite uh, Hugh's humility. If we were to follow this... That's how he's able to learn to cast the couple humility. rituals that he knows how to cast. Uh, Frida, if we were to follow this plan of capturing a god, uh, how long do you think it would take you, with our help, of course, to... Um, calculate and prepare what we need to get back. Says, well, um, says the, the the formulas are exceptionally complex, but you're saying if we if we had the power, which yes. I still say is nothing's impossible. Yeah, let's assume that we're eventually says, going to I get I still the power. say is very unlikely. But if you could, if you could find if you could capture the power of gods as uh, yeah, yeah. As Pokemon. you're suggesting, multiple gods, I might add. Yeah. Ren, wait, 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 wait. Ren yeah. looks and wait, wait, wait. says, "How long would it take, though? That's what we want to find out. Sorry, how long would it take clarification there. More than one god needed." She says, "I said not even a god has enough power to do well, this." Well, Ren, Ren says that uh, the clerics here were almost. It seemed to be from what Pinter said, they were damn close to harnessing the power of take over the of uh, Solace. And uh, as that may far have been as, a stopgap measure. As far as we can tell, as they far as we know, 
Dumoulin. She may be just as powerful as all the other gods here. We don't really know. We know that they are weakened. So for all we know, I mean... She, he says, the amount of energy needed to keep uh, a simple artifact uh, a simple artifact alive when the weave collapse is nothing compared to what we're talking about here. Ren says, be that as it may, we know where there is a mighty power source all around us. She looks to Ren. And he says, the aberrant energy. No. Absolutely not. She says, uh, she says, I will not assist in that. Ren says, Ren says, if it comes down to it. I don't think that I can act If it comes as, down to it, I will not be returning with you. Ren says, I can act as a conduit and with your help. And he looks at everyone and then look. stops and looks at Frida and says, I know that you guys can keep me grounded. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's, it's, not about, it's not about being grounded. It's about the, the possibility of bringing something of that into the world that we're trying to save, I guess. I just okay, wait, it, wait, wait, I wait, just wait, wait, wait. It's pointless. Clarification. Today. Clarification. If we harness the aberrant energy to get back, are we bringing that with us? That's what she I said. thought. No, no. I thought it was only if we tried to bring people with us that we bring that with us. Once you have tapped into that, you cannot get rid of it. It will always be with you. With me personally, or yeah, you we will personally. Cause with all of us, she says, trying to use use that in place of magic, that that chaos, that nothing, that outside. She says whatever you want to call it, that that comes from from uh, uh, from far away. It is it is not the same thing we wield. It is it is. And she just kind of it's shakes like her water head. and then oil and now poop. And imagine a bucket, <laughs> okay? Ren. She says, it is beyond dangerous. It is it is ludicrous. Ren cannot get the thought of doing this off his mind. But Pinter asks again, how long would it take to prepare for something like this? Assuming that we could get the power. She says, oh yes. Like <laughs> abstracted. <that> I <laughs> um, assuming you can get the power. And she again starts yeah, yeah, yeah. going assuming through her whole routine of expressing her doubts. Because assuming you could, it she says a couple weeks to perhaps uh, uh, to create the necessary components and uh, and imbue them with the right uh, magics, and then it's just a matter of releasing that energy carefully and in a controlled manner, which is the problem with what you're suggesting. And when she says this, she looks to Ren like she is begging him to understand what she says. And. Frida, says it has to be controlled. Do you understand? How much power would we need to bring the city with us? Well, that's... Ren you're says, crazy. we already have a giant hurdle to get ourselves. How about we figure out how to get ourselves first, and then we can figure out how to get the city. She says that would require, uh, that would require a completely different... I, I don't even know if it's possible. Could we she do says, it within five years? She, she says, "All I've figured out is that our ties to the other world have not been uh, have not been destroyed. They have only been severed, and that we can repair them." You're talking about bringing things over that don't even have a tether. Of course. Yeah, that sounds like You're an about entirely a different problem. She says, "Well, they do have a tether says, through their ancestry." She says, "No, <laughs> their ancestors are always a part of this world." She's saying, "You're talking about." 
trying to study the relationship between duplicate objects. That could yes. take a long time. And figuring out if there is some bond that stretches worlds. Yes. And she thinks, and she says, as an academic, I never <laughs> choose to, uh, I never choose to rule out anything as an impossibility. After all, the fact that the world has split into two instances of itself and we have traveled into a place that shows the future, I would have claimed to have been whatever word means just short of impossible before. <laughs> says, but between the power of the planar observatory and whatever caused the cataclysm, perhaps the death of a god, as I, uh, and she says, another example <laughs> of, uh, of the level of energy we're talking about says, um, he says it ca- did cause the impossible to happen. So he says there's there's an avenue for explanation. But they they wouldn't. I mean, the times we've talked about combining things from the world, they're not. You're not bringing back two things. You're just combining two things into one thing. Right. So you're not actually saving them. You're just sort of killing them in a different way. I, I know there must be a way. Or is it hope that makes you say that? Is, is there a difference? Uh, yeah. Big time. One's knowing and one is hoping. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. English. Uh, common is my second language. Mm-hmm. I was not sure. Yeah. Are they, aren't they the same? Language? Yeah. yeah. Kalashtari is the same word. Kalashtari has a way more optimistic overtones throughout the language. <laughs> it's a very optimistic language. <laughs> language of dreams and all that, you know. Binter <laughs> still wants to try um, uh, but he says, Frida, please allow me to to help you research how we can make this work. I, so I'm saying we need to figure out, when you, you have mechanism, you just need the, the oomph to make it work, right? She says, I have not completely finished uh, the, the, the formulas and the calculations necessary, but, you've got but a, I have a gotten pretty to good a point that I'm that... sure that we could get to that point. Okay. So we need to figure out how we could get the oomph, uh, which I think on our end sounds like, because, I mean, maybe we could find a god, but then we'd be like, hey, could you, like, crawl into these things for us, please? We have we need to figure that step out first if we're going to pursue this seriously. We need to fight them down till they have very few hit points. And throw <laughs> throw a ball. Ren turns back to Frida and says, I have another question about the aberrant energy. <laughs> And says, I know that you fear one of us wielding it. And Any of us. says, you cannot wield it. Ren, it wields you! Ren says, oh that may <laughs> be the case, but what if we have an artifact to do it for us? Oh. She says, that doesn't make sense. Ren says, well, there is the Imaskari okay. <laughs> uh, artifact that is harnessing the arcane weave to uh, provide a bubble around the city. What if we... She says, yes, you told me about that. Yeah, what if we recalibrated it to harness the aberrant energy and use that to get back? She says, I've tried to explain to you these, uh, that artifact, it is, it is not even, it is not even... Yeah, don't you have the same Not even the slightest percentage of uh, being able to harness the level of power we're talking about. Because we're probably—I mean, isn't the issue we need like lots and lots and lots of power? I mean, unless this chaotic stuff is like way more potent than the regular stuff. I mean, I mean, the problem with using the thing before was like you're trying to drink a pond with a soda straw, and now you're trying to drink a different pond with the same soda straw. Well, the aberrant stuff is 
So it's it's the only creepy thing and I evil, know but of, it's is even, it more potent? It's beating out the other stuff. That's true. Yeah, but maybe, like, by a little bit. It's still more powerful than... Which is echelons lower than what we need. Look, you. I'm just saying. Do I, ask, on, you how to, do I ask you how to shoot a bow? Listen, I try to participate Stop in these that. discussions. I don't, hear you, I don't hear you throwing out ideas. I said we try and figure out how the red crystals work and hunt down some gods. It seems like a reasonable <laughs> solution. It... It seems like a reasonable solution if it comes to that because it's also an exceptionally inefficient solution. It's already come to that. I can't speak to the inefficiency. If we're able to harness things right now... We can't... Well, we're just two solutions to the same problem. I don't know. That's why we're brainstorming. One talks about going crazy and evil, She says, even the most powerful of the Amask Arcana that is even rumored, more powerful than... uh, more powerful than the throne, even more powerful than uh, than the crown of Ogma, the most powerful things you have ever studied in your life. She says, uh, would shatter and break and become uh, and would become nothing, would become dust when exposed to the amount of power that we're talking about. She says, the except um, for these shards, the yeah. shards. She says they are the only thing that, and even that is just. Uh, is, is just based on Pinter's research. I would have to double-check his numbers to make sure that he's right, that these things um, are even capable of holding so much without uh, without they themselves breaking. Well, that's a possibility. Could you, like, suck up the arcane nastiness of the sky with the shards? I mean, if you're suggesting holding a god, mm-hmm. could they hold other stuff, too? Or just are they just like specifically people. for holding gods? I don't really know how that works. I'm like, a little concerned about this this idea of tapping into the weave. I mean, I... Red well, it was so studied the effect about the, the the relationship between gods and the Shards of Pure Evil, so that would be a good question for... Uh, yeah, I mean, Hugh's just voicing this to anyone who has Red any insight. So he has no Hugh idea. just offered that idea. Because that means somebody else is thinking about it. Could we use the, the crystals to capture people as well? I mean, what, what exactly... I mean, Stop uh, trying to smuggle people into our... You said they're used. They could be used to hold the this power of a god, but like he's a wizard. And apparently, gods <laughs> work differently than the arcane does. Is it like they're specifically attuned to how gods work? So like they don't hold other stuff. They only hold gods, or like they're really good at holding anything, and they could hold a god as well as among the other things Solus, that they hold. Solus speaks up and says, "When I placed myself inside this vessel, and gestures to Aurora, I'm not the vessel." Whoa. Um, she says I had to seek out something that could specifically hold that which I am magic and she says not magic you are magic I am a creature she's a god you are a fickle creature but she's yes, a creature so uh, actually, did she say I'm not magic she says I am magic I am also a creature they, uh, I'm also a woman <laughs> and uh, I have feelings <laughs> Uh, yeah, Pinter said they, they seem specialized for uh, holding gods. But he's, he's kind of curious about this idea of them holding other things, and we'll research it. He tells Farsight to put that on his checklist of things to research. Hmm. But so far, right now, we know they hold gods, not yeah. other stuff, though. Uh, yes, so... Pinter, there's there's so much more that could be discovered about the uh, the shards. This is the one thing that has remained constant through any research that anyone has kind of looked at it don't know in Ren's spare know. time of just looking at the Crimson Stone Rod, of which I'm sure he spent a copious amount of. Um, he sleeps with it. 
There's, there's, um... He cuddles with it. The one thing that has remained constant is that, is that as much as you discover about it, it seems like there is always just as much left to discover. Like, you're not, you're never even scratching the surface. It is such a bizarre, it is such a bizarre thing. It is so unusual, so, uh, so undissimilar to anything else that you have ever wielded or used. It is, um, alarmingly so. That being said, Pinto's discovery that it, uh, that the shards could potentially hold gods themselves inside the shards. And inside, keep in mind that when we say inside, we're talking about kind of in a yeah. abstract Metaphorical sense. Metaphorical sense. Not literally shrinking them down and literally <laughs> opening the door and he putting them inside. Closing right. them. Um, however... That uh, uh, that property, the, the the ability to manipulate gods, seems oddly uh, oddly specific to the shards in such a way that um, it is not until this moment when Pinter is considering it, as people are suggesting these things, that it occurs to Pinter that it is uh, he was able to find that property of the shards so easily that it is almost as if that was perhaps. Uh, uh, a specific purpose of the creation of this these shards. Not these shards, but... Of the, the whole the, shebang. The whole, whatever it is, whatever the greater shard is, uh, you know, as we've mentioned in the past, no one really knows what the shard of pure evil is. Um, but racism. it is strangely, specifically attuned to the, to the specific type of being and the specific type of energy that gods are. So, uh, at the very least, Printer can say that while it may be able to contain other energy, it contains God's energy very, very really well. easily for some reason that is still remains unclear as to why that may be, but that uh, is the case. Well, Pinter says, is there anything else uh, we need to discuss or do? I'm eager to, uh, to continue researching this so that we can perhaps find our way home. Uh, I mean, it seems like we got to figure out how we could potentially go capture something with these and then maybe go find something to capture whether that's crazy evil juice or a god or whatever we don't really have any idea for how these things would work so that's kind of step one that I'm seeing Winter says, at, by at the least way, we have an idea now while we're out and about in the city see if we can find out where those scouts got those masks they seem very useful I'm sure they probably Maybe supplied them with them they said they like yeah they draw lots to see who has to go outside. They probably yeah. give them some gear so they don't go crazy. Just if we have to go out there, we should all wear those masks. I would definitely want one. I, would I am pro mask. <laughs> pro mask. So, I like it. without yeah. anything else, Pinter is going to uh, start setting his notes and offering his notes to, to Frida and start looking into how they can get Do this that. thing going. He'll leave it up to these guys to figure out where the gods are. Hmm. Just look around for them. Yeah, you can't really help too much in research other than like be a research you know. Guinea <laughs> Yeah, guinea pig or assistant and like, hold this, this bend this thing, go fetch me some coffee. I'm thirsty. <laughs> uh, and so as you, as the group has kind of come to this um, conclusion that there's, you know, there's there's something to do, uh, Solus just beams extra brightly and just says, see, there's always hope. <laughs> 
You're all proof of that. And yeah. raises up her arms, and then just with a huge smile, just starts walking out of the room. <laughs> uh, out of the house. She says, I'm going to go explore. You I liked it better when she lived her. in the hat. <laughs> it's all back in your hat. Okay. After this last kidnapping attempt, he would just as soon. Uh, Solus yells done. back as Aurora says this and says, and says, You're not the boss of me! If you were my daughter! And then... Oh, that uh, brings back... Oh, wow. What? You have know. something to say? No, just, no, just sort of like, you were my daughter and then think of Selly and all the shit she's going through. And then this world, Selly, it's like, oh, well, wow. This world, Selly, lived a long, happy life. She did. She married. She definitely must have been married. And procreated. Eh. What? You married. That's a difference. It's a, it's a holy thing. As long as it's committed, what's the difference? But there are vows. Really I, important. Yes. Two gods. Like, who as are long all as dead in this world. good, what's important? I mean, anything their commitment to each other is a bit more, you know, important than okay. saying some ritual. I don't want to discuss this right now. All right, all right. Lincoln started the bathroom break, <laughs> so I'm going to call an official. I need to pee break. as well. So I gotta pee. Everyone that needs was to pee. So bad, I couldn't help it. Uh, I just peed for like a solid minute. Yeah. yeah. Freaking racehorse. Those are the best peas. I when I snuck into the room last week. I had to pee bad the minute I put, like, the Hank's doorknob on the wall. <laughs> and then the whole thing started. I was sitting here being like, yeah. oh, what have I begun? Yeah. It was... Man. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> Woo, okay. Okay. It was really bad. Gotta find some guns to kill. I do like how our group just went from, man, they were just trying to do something terrible or like try to try and capture God kill their let's do it or like, so we'd have to kill a god that's Red, they weren't doing anything bad by killing a god empowering their city they were doing something bad by attacking one of our, our, our yeah. people Ren is still not uh, let's be clear Ren has not totally bought into this we have to trap a god he's pretty sure there's got to be some other way because tracking down a god in this aberrant world is going to be the biggest pain in the ass <laughs> ever well, we, we especially if we had down two. We just gotta go find another like um, we found brain two. dog thing. We found two because we happened to like jump right next to them. Yeah, we have to tame an intellect devourer and be like, find a god, boy, find a god. It just keeps running over to Solus. Yeah, no, another one. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Catch it for you too. <laughs> it starts to get all cranky. Uh. Keeper. Keeper. Uh, Keeper, the betrayer. You should draw his. Hey, do we have any more? Oh, I'm so bad at drawing humans. I could try. Oh, I Did like the idea the... that he looks awkward. <laughs> Did you read the rest of the licorice things? Nope. Where are they? I don't know. Greg took them. They've been inside you all. Oh, they're right over there. They're on the thing with the books. The oh. bookshelf. Yes, the shelf with the books. Also yes. known as a bookshelf. I can't eat them anymore. Because oh, they're know. really bad on my jaw. I, I had, like, really oh, bad teeth the next day. I had a cut in my mouth because <laughs> I had the nachos last week, and apparently one of the chips cut the roof of my mouth, and I figured that remember, out. I one of these. Do you remember Doritos 3Ds? Doritos yes. Those things would cut my gum so bad. I only had one bag of them. I was like, oh, this thing's so cool. And you bite them, and then, like, caltrops edges serate your gums. Trops? It's like eating... 
Captain Crunch. Oh, Captain Crunch shreds the roof of your mouth. Yeah. It's like, like it's it's like eating delicious yeah, broken mine. glass. Oh, Sorry, it's my mouth. That's okay. I'll just take my gifts. Okay. So be it. And the cycle continues. See, try and try and warforge I just They've totally got like all this sinew that you have to like work awesome. with. Awesome. <laughs> Like exposed muscles, but the muscles are actually just corded. It's like metal wood and, wood. and metal and yeah. all that stuff, and like weird, naughty, organic mm. stuff. Yeah. Not naughty as in like, I know naughty, what you mean. But naughty. I know what you mean. Yeah. Dude, by the way, I just wanted to amuse myself of, with the clarification. Good. I'm glad you. Speaking of Game of Thrones. Anyway. Yes. Anyway, I like him. I usually can't draw his head properly, but I just decided to draw kind of like a skull and then go from there. Which actually looks really good. It's not a spoiler. Actually, it does. The Wizards of Karth. Yeah. So it's not like a head wizard of Karth. Yeah. I really like how they made him look. It was pretty much exactly how I pictured him in my mind. Who? I don't remember Which one? I haven't read the book, so I still know a lot of them. The Wizard of Karth. The guy, the head one. Oh, the, 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 the bald, creepy, scary. skinny, super tall. Oh, 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 Karth. I can't remember what Karth is. The, the yeah, warlock. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he's pretty I'll cool. T- I mean, they basically one. got I'll one, one line of dialogue so far, but I'm yeah. excited to see it all. They're so strong and stained. I'm trying to remember, is that something in the, like, the people who live across the sea storyline, or is yes. that the main I want okay. some Captain Crunch now, too. I'm That's out. in... Guys, I'm um, out! What is More Ligrit! Daenerys or whatever? Yeah, it's Daenerys. Okay. That's in her storyline. Okay. Uh, Rum Crusher drew. Oh, I should take a is rest this? for an extended period of time. <laughs> Come on, shove it! What is that? That's Solace. Swag. <laughs> Aww, how cute. She's like. She's got swagger. She's not naked though. She's swag walking. Swagless. She swaggles oh. into it. Awesome. Thank you. Have I you posted anything range. else that I've missed? I think that was the first one. Post all awesome Look things at her on hair. our forums. It's cute. So I get to see it forever. It, who are the people crying? One person's crying. Who's the guy who's crying? They look like creatures, like animal critters. <laughs> that looks like a tiny bear or a rabbit. Tiny bear is crying. Why? Like all the woodland creatures uh, weep at her beauty. <laughs> uh, see, I just want to take an extended rest. I don't think that's an option. We can't. I don't think we're we in the dark world here. Or a short Drink. rest. Well, actually, Drink. we're in yes this no? place. You have a short of, rest. Yeah. You have a short rest. No you, extended rest. Even in you have a city. short rest for now. You have not slept yet. Is, who knows what's going to happen? I go to sleep. Who I mean, knows? But you're saying it's not impossible. Nothing is impossible. Who knows? Let's, let's officially return from break. I want something to drink. Drake, you have a drinking problem. Like rum. So we get a uh, short rest. I stand corrected. And we're four encounters then? You're four yeah. encounters. So that's then. another milestone? Second milestone. Okay. Yeah. Another action point. Okay. Yeah. I get my action point back. Do we get our healing surges back? Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. That takes an extended That's the rest. end of the day. I see. So those are important to. Healing surges are the great daily resource. Yeah, they are the. They are above all else the limitation yeah. of how far you can push yourself. That's why I have a feat which gives me an extra two and two items which give me an extra two. 
So I have an extra four on top of what I would have normally. Well, in our campaign especially, that's Which important. Which then causes we the are entire much stingier with our extended rests. Yeah. Because you can only go as far as your shortest guy's healing surge unless you're willing to blow a few more to spread them around through uh, rituals. And if you have that ritual. Well, that's a pretty low ritual, I think. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's if you have that ritual. If your group thinks of using that ritual. Yeah. I get all my skill powers back. Keeper, you betrayed us all. You betrayed us all for love. So is there anything more you guys wanted to do on this day? Or are yeah, we kind of yes, I hope Pazuzu tortures the shit out of him. I think he's dead. I, I think I think after he's happen. dead, he's back in your realm. Where he's uh-huh. going to get Pazuzu tortured. tortures the shit out of who? Keeper? No. I mean, Pazuzu essentially did his torturing Keeper? him by fucking I hope him. that somehow he... But Keeper, Keeper died. I know, yeah, Keeper but, died. But it's Pazuzu. Yeah, the dead don't go to the abyss. But what 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 would Pazuzu want to do? I don't know. Why would Pazuzu want to torture? Why would Pazuzu want to do that? Pazuzu's a dick, and Ren's a dick occasionally, and he finds people he doesn't like. He likes to torture them. I think uh, Ren might be considerably more evil than Pazuzu. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we're finding. I I wouldn't say more evil. I would say a different flavor. flavor I wouldn't say more evil. We just have different motivations. Yeah, Ren just wants to torture people. We're fine. Ren wants to torture and people. And what does Pazuzu want? Ren wants you know, to torture not, people. He wants screw his him. world in our world. So yeah. expansion of real estate. I mean, that's that's reasonable. He's he wants everyone evil. wants oh. bigger so and more space. Really, like many uh, evil figures, uh, it all starts with just wanting more territory. Yeah. Um, and he personally gets his jollies out of, um, you know, essentially he, misleading people who need help desperately. And then just totally screwing them over. Yes, like he likes the whole like corrupting people. Yeah, that's, that's like it's a different like one is just like ooh I'm gonna like watch you like be in pain. One is like watch a good man become an evil man there through his go. weaknesses. Which like, is something right? That's just a delicious flavor right there. It's a special flavor that you cannot reproduce any other way. Like veal. Mm-hmm. Alright. Okay, return for break. Yeah. My you is uh, wandering about town with solace. Alright. So what was the uh what was the decision made to to what, what is everyone doing? What are you guys doing? They're gonna research the crystals I, to try Yeah, let's just go around the table. Uh, not okay. a full on description, just kind of a uh, what are you uh, spending your short term time doing? Uh, Pinter is going to help Frida research and put together the necessary things so that when they have a source of power, they can get into, back into the light world. Basically, finish the formulas that yeah. she uh, uh, she said. But that now that he's proven himself to her, bam, she lets him help. Uh, and a magnum. Arachnomagic. Aurora? Arcano physics. Also arachnophysics. Arachnophysics. That was during a short exploration of a different avenue. She was like, mate, no. Spiders are the Spiders are not the solution to this. Although, oddly enough, many applications. Yeah, I mean, volumes have been published on arachnophysics. Ren hates this study. Oh, right, because he's a little bit of that lingering. 
she published a whole new volume after uh, working with Ren on his uh, on his bizarre suddenly contracted phobia. Ren didn't read it. <laughs> he had he had he had Frida give him the cliff notes with that with the word spider replaced with panda. Yeah. There you go. When the panda starts crawling down the back of your neck. Uh, Nibbling at your neck. Alright, what is Aurora... What is Aurora doing? Alright, she's laughing too hard. What's Hugh doing? Hugh is um, essentially trying to keep out of the way of the studious people. um, Because they often, like, get in the zone and, uh, you know, try and stay busy. So he's he's keeping an eye on... uh, Solace, and also, um, the town has recommend has essentially requested they want us to be doing stuff. They want us to be earning our keep now, essentially. Yeah, yeah. they've asked you to uh, work, plow the fields, uh, help, um, help in the the mess hall, cook. Uh, you yeah, know, those are the shittiest examples of things that uh, society needs. Empty the latrine. I'm really bad at figuring out what do normal people do? I don't know. I make video games for crying out loud. (laughs) These godlike, rich, dripping with power people, the first thing they're asked to do is to clean the shitter. (laughs) Yeah. You're a low man on the totem pole. Essentially, in order to keep the more academic members of the group uh, in, uh, in time enough to be doing what they need to do, he uh, takes his, you know, the lion's share of the shit jobs so that they can spend more time uh, doing it. And, you know, acting as, I mean, they need his bit of the arrow occasionally for experiments. So he's kind of like, okay, hold it here so we can test the calibration there. That's all wrong. That's all wrong. Stop. Yeah. Stop holding it like that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you, and considering leave. possibilities for implications that might be involved with the world ending and magic going away and what that might mean. Potential wise. No more unicorns. Play no that unicorns. Much. That's a world I don't want to live in. And Kaylin. Uh, Aurora is is spending a lot of time amongst the Maddox again, following. <laughs> Give me your grandmotherly advice. Grandmotherly advice. Well, she slips. She slips it in there oh, as no, time your way out. In my day, your was good enough for my daughter. Got to eat my fruits and vegetables. She's not quite going, um, quite in a motherly avenue. More, more in a uh, acting as a diplomatic liaison, sort of, uh, trying to. She already sees a lot of what Maddox already done is good, and he's he's clearly he's clearly a good fit for this place. He seems to be a voice of calm in a sea of chaos. And she's pleased with that. She just wants to see more of it. Just watch watch what he does in his daily life and learn more about what he knows of the Matic line and... Just... Not to have any children. Hmm. I think he's already done that. Because there's that Karis guy. Oh, yeah. Charismatic. And she wants to learn a bit more about him as well. And his brother, Crow. Okay. Um, and his cousin Otto. I should have addressed some of these specifically, so I'll address yours. So, Aurora, spending time with the Maddox. Her presence is completely welcome. For 
helping out with the, the, the leadership and kind of uh, discussing the matters that the... Uh, it's just so damn likable. ...that the mayoral duties uh, require is contributing as much as anything else. And, you know, Aurora is... Is very insightful about many things. She's had to um, rule an entire uh, an entire kingdom. Three, sir. By um, you know absentee ruling, but better than nothing. Actually, it's probably the same as. And so she uh, she sees that much of the city, uh, much of the the duties that the that the leadership of the city, the government, you could call it of the city is revolved around uh, human preservation call it human preservation call it more like mortal preservation Uh, the preserving of the uh, of the mortal races the mortal once civilized races that ruled uh, that ruled all of Toril and that are now an endangered species and basically above all else that seems to be humans first what all of their um what all of their decisions revolve around is how do we preserve who we are? And uh, can you stop him? It's, really, it's distracting me too much. Um, so not just not just preserving not just preserving them, you know, their life, but preserving their culture and preserving their identity, preserving their sanity, you know, preserving their minds. Everything about it is. Uh, is the duties of these things. So can you uh, give some, give, or anyone, give examples of what kinds of decisions the, uh, you know, the, the mayor has to deal with on a day-to-day basis? What's a, what's a, a conflict that arises? Um, I want to say, like, uh, distribution of uh, work tasks comes up, for sure. Like, who's going to be doing what, because there's certain families who obviously feel that they're well above, you know, cleaning out the shitholes, but everyone's got to... So a classist there. dispute comes up of, uh, yeah, you know, one of the families that says they are more connected to... Um, they, they've been here in the city since the beginning. Their great-great-great ancestor was here when the original Maddock and claims that, that he was the, the close advisor of the original Maddock, and as such... They shouldn't have to be relegated to the same sort of duties, or even have to work as many hours as uh, as the, the the latest not you guys, but the um the you know the latest immigrants to to the city that had come you know in the past years that had just wandered across this place. Um, how does Aurora help? How does Aurora help Mayor Maddock um, address these concerns? <laughs> she what? Hits, Hits them, them with hammers. <laughs> Diplomasage! <laughs> um. Oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> she has no patience for classist nonsense. Uh, so, for her to help out in this situation, it's. it's I don't know, I guess it's kind of limited to either convincing them that they're not as amazing as they think they are, or convincing them that because they are so amazing, they actually have to do more work. So that's what she does. She, she plies on she, their, uh, their egotism, their, their idea that they're better than everyone else, 
and it actually turns that around on them when she when she has them talking about how amazing all their skills and their their lineage all is and what that makes them she then turns things around and is basically like well because because you're so amazing that means you have so much more to give so we can be expecting you know like 10 times more work out of you right and then their only decision is to either accept the fact that what Aurora says is true or try to argue that they are not worth that much and do not have uh, such great standing that they could contribute more. And, uh, and Aurora. And not just, not just bullied <laughs> into doing the work, but actually convinced that Aurora idea. is right and that that makes sense. And they walk out of that room better people than they came in. This does nothing for Aurora's personal ego. The yeah, Maddox are well, impressed with this. Right. These, this sorts of nonsense, as they agree once they leave, mm-hmm. comes up all the time. But they've never seen someone so deft at diffusing a situation like this. They say, you should, you should come to court every day. I agree. And uh, Some uh, might say I was born for it. He says, we... Uh, it, is, it is not too often that I find... That I find myself in the presence of someone that I have so much to learn from, being not too uh, not too modest himself either. Well, there's and, a difference between modesty and like you know not accepting those things that you are good at. And uh, so he, you know, is, is very happy to have Aurora there. And Aurora is happy to be complimented. <laughs> I feel right. like help. I feel like She's one problem that they have too. <laughs> is that occasionally when somebody in the clergy dies, or in this case, it's horribly murdered. murdered or whatever, and also people in the, um, you know, in the more civic offices, when they pass away or something, there's a need for other citizens to fulfill those roles. And you can't just give those to the local dummy. I mean, you have to find there There are more intelligent people in this city than others. And I, I feel like the... Um, Managing human capital. The Maddox and the, and the government officials of this city and the clerics probably, you know, they've got their eye on the few select people that are capable enough to handle these kinds of, of responsibilities. I feel like they would be um, constantly vying for the recruitment of the smart ones in the town. But that's just me. Vying for recruitment and also people essentially vying for political position. Because if, if the boss knows you, then you're more likely to get, you know, assigned a to job. a cushy job because he thinks you're worth something. And so, you know, he's got... Psychophants all day long, if that's how you pronounce that correctly. Sycophants. Sycophants, whatever. Um, I'll never read it, never hear it. Psychophants are elephants. Crazy elephants. (laughs) Um, Okay. Is that. I hear you just talking. What's Ren do? Sorry. What's Ren do? Yeah, I want to know. Ren? Stress eats. (laughs) There's nothing to eat in this place. It's all. Red, Boiled goose? Uh, <laughs> a lot of calamari. 
Ren takes some of uh, Frida's notes and some of the and, and I mean she carries a crap load of books with her. And, in her book holder. And takes holder. Uh, and asks her if he can borrow a uh, a tome or two that the two of them had been working on and they, they had been collaborating on. Together. And says, hey, uh, I'm going to go over this and see if I can hash out any further details on these books. Is that okay with you? Oh, I'm sorry. Which book specifically are you talking about? Just she other, cares. Just books about uh, solace and uh, jumping back and forth and just stuff that they had been okay. collaborating yeah. on. Yeah. And goes back into his room uh, and closes the door and sits down, puts the books just in a stack next to the door. For he had been using that as a total, uh, as an excuse to just be able to go back to his room and hang out by himself. And sits down. Hasten appears out of the shadow. Ah! <laughs> Ren looks at him and says, <laughs> in, in the room. Ren looks at him and says, That's, uh. Really rude! That's ballsy of you to be in here. He says, I don't have nothing to return to. That was uh, some bad grammar there. Uh, I don't have nothing I ha- to return to. I do no. have something. No, that, that is sense. what he Based said. Based on what he said to him. That oh, is true. What don't he have to nothing. say. Friend. He's not saying I ain't got nothing to return to. <laughs> He's literally saying, I don't have a lack of things to return to. Ren says... Ren is making fun of him. Ren says, ah, you took that one to heart, huh? He says, I would like to return just as much as you would. He says, I understand your motivations may be stronger than my own. He says, just rest assured that if we do find an avenue that will allow us to return, I will put my full effort into supporting us to do so. Ren looks at him and is curious and says, and and asks him and says, what have you to return to, if you don't mind me asking? He says, "What, what, um, what do you? What is? What is important?" He's madly in love with Aurora. What is he's got a enough. deal on how to oh, become flesh again oh, no. for you to return to? <laughs> he says. Uh, he says, "Much like, uh, much like the rest of you, I have Thunderstrike to return to. I have my nation to return to." He says, "I care about it, even if I am in the shadows." <laughs> He says, I have my freedom to return to. Ren looks at him and cocks one of his eyes and says, no one So says, it is simply your your duty, your job aboard Thunderstrike. That is all that is important to you? He says, I wish to see the world, to, expl- uh, uh, to explore this endless life that, uh, that is before me. He says, I would rather do it there than here. <laughs> Ren kind of grins and says, "Well, I can't, I can't fault you on that one." He says, "I can't help but feel that I have not uh, that I am not terribly useful here." He says, "Is there anything I can help you with?" Ren senses a kind of a desire to set things right with him storming out earlier. Ren looks at him and and says. then I must apologize for my words earlier. I was 
it was a heated moment. Um, I was frustrated and angry, and you Those are things we didn't need. happened to, at that moment, get the brunt of it, and I apologize. Of course you have things to return home to. We all do. It was... It was petty of me to say otherwise. He doesn't respond, but he Red's heart grows sits <laughs> down on a like a some surface a bench. nearby, and he looks at Ren, and then he looks over at the books that Ren just kind of plopped to the side. He said, "So what are you really doing?" Ren says, "Nothing gets by you, does it?" He smirks. He says, "People often forget I'm around." <laughs> Ren says, "I see." I see a lot of things that people would uh, would otherwise when they would otherwise assume that they are alone. Yeah, that's that's not dirty. <laughs> that's why I no longer go into Pinter's room. But he no longer ever enters Pinter's room. Ren problems. need brain bleach. Ren sits for a minute and just looks at Hasten as if he's trying to read Hasten's intentions, wondering if he why should really. <laughs> No, wondering if he should really clue him in on what he's wanting to do, or if Hasten is just going to Tattling run back bitch. to the others and tattle on him for for his intentions. Ren is fairly certain that Hasten is a tattler. No, that Hasten will do what it takes to get back. Um, he doesn't seem to have qualms with making the hard decision. Ren's just wondering if maybe this decision will... Just too Kwame for even him? Yeah, if it will be acceptable to hasten. Yeah. But as he looks, he decides to go ahead and let hasten in on what he's thinking. He hasn't done anything He can't help himself, can he? He just has to tell someone. He kind of does. That's... God! That's Ren's thing. Um... He says to Hasten, he says, he says, the others, they, they don't understand me like you do. They are, they they seem to be fixed on finding gods or seeking uh, power sources or something in order to, in order to get us out of here. When they fail to recognize the power that lies all around us outside this city. I she seems to be concerned that this power he, hmm? he said she yes oh, sorry she seems to be concerned <laughs> that this power uh, never really that this power is not something that we should attempt to wield uh, Ren says Frida is always concerned about the well-being of the group but the way I see it, Either we spend an unbelievably long and tedious time searching out gods or studying artifacts or something. Uh, We can either do that or whether we actually end up doing it or not, we can at least do a little bit of research into seeing what the potential of tapping into this aberrant energy is.
He says, well, then the first thing we should do is find a way to protect ourselves. Oh, snap. Uh, Ren raises an eyebrow and says, we? He says, do, do you expect to, uh, to somehow amass this amount of power that she says is so astronomical yourself? Ren says, well, is, is that even possible? I admit not being a scholar in this field. Ren says... Or in any field. Ren says... <laughs> except for killing. Street <laughs> smarts! Ren, Ren says, I don't plan on amassing the energy right here, right now, in my room. I haven't even eaten yet. Instead, I came here simply to ponder how I could even begin to um, seek out and, and tap into the power a little bit just to put my toes in the water, if you will. I don't plan on diving in head first water. right now. Um, but if you are willing to stay here with me and no. uh, assist me, your help is always welcome. He smiles and he says, I've seen what happens when you are left alone. He says, my objective is not to babysit you, but two minds is safer than one. He says, if you need a sounding board, I will be it. <laughs> uh, is Ren insulted by this borderline insult, but also incredibly accurate? <laughs> Ren looks at him. And he, he is smirking, like, as if he knows exactly how Ren would take that. Ren looks at him with squinted eyes and is just... He kind of <laughs> smirks a little bit and says... I'm going to kill you. Oh, Hasten, if you had a soul, I would rape it so many times. Oh, <laughs> he says this? He says it to him. Hasten <laughs> suddenly vanishes. What a weirdo. <laughs> but... Um... I'm Ren says, um, <laughs> Ren says, what do you suggest to, uh, do you have any ideas like, for keeping ourselves grounded? You <laughs> and with that, Hasten and Ren continue a conversation about how to pursue this. Hasten, definitely avoiding the topic of soul rape. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to pursue this uh, this line of uh, sort of kind of research that uh, that okay. Ren is there. Yes. Going back to um, Pinter. What was Pinter doing? I never actually addressed your thing, and I was originally just gonna have each person give like one sentence of what they were doing, <laughs> yeah. and then it completely changed. So Pinter never actually got to like do his thing. He's uh, helping uh, Frida research so that they can be ready for when they uh, go out. Oh, yes. So God. no one is looking into. Yeah, no one was looking at the red shards. That's what we said we were gonna do. Yeah, that's oh, what. Right. Pinter... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, I thought Pinter said you guys figure out. What's where the, the deal with the go- where the gods are, well, and then no one did that. Days. But that's fine. Okay, so but we need we need this to be ready before we go out and find gods. But another thing he is researching is um, how he can bring everyone back. Uh, he is honestly really driven to bring this city into the light world. Frida has he's, he's not even talking about it with Frida because over the she thinks it's impossible. 
over the hours, Frida can can pick up on maybe his slight uh, his distraction. Hintings. His subtle hintings that maybe kind of. Well, what about uh, you know? Be like how about trying size? doing it this way? And she knows enough no about this stuff that when he suggests the slightest bit that's a little bit off the trajectory of what he's doing, and he finds that Frida is uh, has eventually, after a few hours of this, <laughs> comes to accept that this is this is where Pinter's mind clearly lies. And while working with him to uh, to tighten up these formulas and figure out what would need to be done, she actually does explore some of these options that Pinter suggests. And in some cases, they actually get a little bit down the road before it hits a dead end and, and wouldn't, that, that way wouldn't work. But he seems to, uh, and he sees that she is, you know, she is more and more allowing herself to explore these, uh, these ideas that Pinter has. After a long day, a couple days, of, uh, of researching this, or not, it's not research, this is just, this is just crunching numbers, basically. It's coming up with the spells and the formulas, the rituals, the how to attune the objects, what raw, you know, what materials, what type of metal you might need, or at least that will be most receptive to building this device that will then be channeled with the power, and da 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 And after a couple days, Pinter and Frida fill two tomes of a single massive ritual of repairing the strands between the worlds. Good. Now how do we make new strands? <laughs> Without skipping a beat. Signed, Frida and Pinter and next volume. <laughs> uh, is that the next avenue Pinter wants to explore? or? Yeah, but in between that he understands that Frida is a little tired. So he says, oh, I'm going to stretch my legs and go for a walk. And he goes whistling through the dark halls of wherever they're staying and mentally casts out for Hasten. Hasten is close by and uh, and responds in a, a few seconds later, comes uh, appears from the shadows. He says next to Pinter. Hasten, we have not talked much since I was summoned. He says, honestly, occasionally I don't know where you are. Um <coughs> uh, he says, when we found uh, the, the splinter in Galel's heart, um, I took possession of it, uh, mostly to prevent Ren from taking possession of it, but also uh, because I understood, well, to be honest, I wanted to see if the group trusted me. He says, um, we're in a situation now where the group seems very focused on getting back to light world and stopping the cataclysm. This is, after all, their destiny. I feel in some way that I have fulfilled my destiny. I've helped the group collect the splinters and it may be up to them to, to prevent this from happening. Says they are very driven to go back to the light world and so are you. This is why I need to give you any snaps. <laughs> then he gives him he hands over the splinter of the shard of your evil. The only one that is not tied to an artifact. That is not like yeah. imbuing its power. The one that, uh, the last one. Yeah, the one former, Gilel. The Gilel's the one that used to be uh, part of the air crystal. Yeah. He says if it comes down to it and uh, the quorum is ready to go back 
And I know if, if my research shows that the rest of the city can be saved, it says I will stay here until I can save them. Jason considers this for a long while. And he looks at Pinter. Pinter is so self-righteous. <laughs> I will save these 200 people. Prevent? Yeah, okay. so he, you guys he, can prevent the cataclysm. It's your job. He looks at Pinter and he says, I appreciate the break from your impulsive, uh, your impulsive actions to be a little premeditated with this uh, move that will surely shock everybody in such a way <laughs> as he holds the uh, the splinter that will not doom us all for eternity. Uh, clearly making reference to multiple things that Pinter has done. <laughs> hey, we've survived so far. <laughs> and he says, and as such, I accept. Good. He says, if it comes down to it, he says, uh, you must continue to protect the group as you have done. He says, this may be my part of the destiny. If it is possible to bring the city the light world and save these people then I cannot leave the dark world without having done so he says you're a good man Hasten shakes his hand and then goes back to research and starts talking to Frida he says yeah that little break that little walk I took by myself with no one else <laughs> with no one else a hasty walk I just took Frida's uh, just continuing to write as she just shakes her head slowly. Still <laughs> uh, he says, now that we figured out how to possibly get ourselves back, he says, Frida, it is very important to me to research if it is possible to bring the city back. He says, and I need your help. You are the expert Only you here. can prevent force. Frida says, with all due respect, <clears throat> And, like, these words, like, she almost chokes on them as they come out, because this is... She never speaks with all due respect. That's a phrase she learned to say before you say something rude to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to insult you is the real meaning. It says, We have not figured out how to get ourselves back, and that is more important. I thought we just completed that ritual. The needs of me is greater than the needs of the people in this city. She says, I know that is your opinion. Is Ren there? No. Uh, he can't be, though. I mean, he could be. He could be walking by if you want. I mean, they're, they're just inside the house. They're not being secretive. They're not. We don't have, like, huge, huge rooms. <laughs> and this Ren. is all kind of slapdashery, you know, construction. The walls are thin. This is like he real over world. Here. Ren walks into the kitchen. Take <laughs> this point. I mean, by kitchen, I mean, like, there's a little table yeah. and countertop. With a cupboard that's kind of cool. And they, uh, and he pours himself a glass of water. And. They're talking over there, and he hears Frida say that, and his back is to them. But he gets the most gigantic grin on his face. And if he was a scion, he would tell Frida that she was awesome. <laughs> but he's well, not, so he just I'm gonna say, stays So the ritual that we just completed is for capturing the god? No, it's for, it's for just taking an insane amount of energy... The exactly how uh, of which is um, yeah. still unknown, not unknown, but uh, uh, anyway, the ritual that could repair 
the severed strands between the worlds. Okay. Uh, now she, you have the whole spell in front of you. It is. All you uh, need is an, an infinite amount of energy. <laughs> it's basically <clears throat> like having the DeLorean with all the schematics, but without having 1.21 gigawatts to power it. Um, Pinter says, I have no doubt that we'll be able to get the energy one way or the other. He says, I have doubts. He says, but, Vita, the quarrel. They'll solve it. They've saved the world before. She says, with each day that they've come back, they have brought no news, uh, no news of how to get this power. He says, you have only convinced, uh, they have only convinced me to finish these formulas because, uh, because they claim that um, that capturing the gods is the solution. I don't necessarily disagree, but no progress has been made. So that gives us time, then. So while they search for the gods, we can do a little extra research. Who? What do you mean? Well, who searches for the gods? Uh, I, I thought they were. <laughs> they says, I don't know. She says, each day they have come home to report in, there's been no news. Well, we'll yeah, he was it has been three days. Off. You guys can all go <laughs> lollygag about. He was coming home, like, exhausted. Rory just got caught up into politics, and, like, uh, and Ren, you know, is Brand doing is his own thing. <laughs> Looking for all you guys know, Ren is standing on the a lookout all day long. I don't see any gods yet. Ren's doing research. He's yeah. assisting Frida doing this stuff. Brandis is in the bar talking to the mage and is pretty dang drunk and has been just regaling all kinds of stories. And uh, at one point, he's talking about the time because he figures it doesn't really matter because she's not in a place where it'll ever affect anyone. He's telling about the time how Ren murdered the. Uh, the, uh, the visiting dignitary's son and he said that Ren is a coward for frying that kid's brain without our permission because he was afraid we would have said no <laughs> what's that <laughs> thank you Brandon <laughs> uh, but Pinter says to Frida he says bringing this city into the light world is not a simple matter I understand that in fact it is Probably the most difficult arcane ritual any spellcaster in any world has ever created. He says, I understand. If you think it would be too difficult for you, I can attempt it on my own. She looks frustrated and throws up her arms. She says, I've already agreed to help you. I just want to finish this first. Like, he's clearly just pestered her into, into doing it. <laughs> he's really interested in it. Uh, because Frida is not good with people. Yeah. She doesn't have her, like, places to run away to in this world, and has given Pinter the ability to uh, yeah. nag her into yeah. into helping. Downside with low charisma. Hard to persuade people, easily persuaded. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what he's doing once Slow they're done. personality. Preparing mm-hmm. that, he's immediately moving. He's letting these guys handle the finding of the gods. To him, if they took four years and 11 months and 29 days to complete that ritual that'd be fine because he'd have already, hopefully in that time figured out a way to get the city back Oh, but it it takes two days to cast (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry guys Ren gets really frustrated at this because while he may be looking for something that is a little bit on the gray side and not every, he's kind of He's kind of looking for shadier methods of getting out. 
at least he's focused on getting us out, while Pinter seems to be con- uh, thinking only about the town. And Ren totally backs Frida on this and is like, dude. Doesn't say dude. Is like, ugh, come on. It. <laughs> If I don't say dude, I lose my train of thought. Um, just say dude. He's just well, frustrated. And it's like, use that big old brain of yours to figure out this problem first before you have to multiply it out a million times. He says, but we've already got the ritual. We just need the gods. Yeah, so help us find the gods instead of figuring out how to... Could someone please fucking figure out how to use the red crystal shards already? That's what we have. We've got it. Hugh, you do it. Uh, Hugh just hears this <laughs> bickering and like, he comes in from, he's just been exhausted. He's like, so you guys were supposed to be doing this entire time! <laughs> he says, the ritual is ready. We just need the gods. No, we don't just need the gods. He's like, okay, we have, hi, crawl in here, please. We have no idea what to do with them. <laughs> That's a good point. So talking about, all we need is uranium. Then we'll have a bomb. Pinter has figured out how to do that part. Yeah, we're fine with that. We just... I mean, this comes as a surprise to Hugh. Yeah, he he shows him a pack, and he puts it on his back, and it has this rod that he points. Ren turns around, too, and is like, What the... What is that? He says, Don't want to cross the stream. He says it's a prototype. He says, But, um... I was experimenting. He says, But we should be able to use the rods to capture gods. We have the ritual to, uh... To channel their energy. All we need now are the gods. Everyone pray. Please, God, turn to us. <laughs> we have set out nice candy for you. Ren says, is no, this please. a ritual specifically to capture gods in here, or just capture energy? Oh, no, it is to transfer energy through the shards to rebond our severed ties. How much energy... Can the rods or these packs? I'm assuming it's getting stored in the crystals yeah, themselves. Yeah, the crystals. The packs. How much? What have you figured out the capacity? So the capacity seems to be just about infinite, right? Of these crystals. Yeah. As I keep saying, power. you have not been able to yeah. fully. Yeah, he says the find the limits. As far of as what I the, can tell, the capacity is infinite. So in theory, you could harness enough power to get us all home in one shard. Yeah, if you were to find... There's almost a, no concept of one shard. Yeah, they're all the same. They're fractals. In one fractal. <laughs> it says, well, they would be storing it in all the shards no matter what we do. But the power is infinite. Or the, uh, the amount of power we can store in it is infinite. As Pinter has uh, studied the shards, he's found that uh, that there is a bond between them that has uh, that has grown stronger and stronger as he uh, as he observes it. Not super strong, but they they are all connected in some way. They you know they they were all chipped off of the same thing, and and as such. Uh, you know, it's not unheard of that there are magical objects that kind of have a bond to each other, but this is even more unusual. This is as if they are still one object. And uh, and as you discovered before, you know, just having one of these pieces was not enough to, uh, to basically absorb a god, but having as much as you have, as, 
Perhaps it is just the volume of the amount of the of the full shard of pure evil that you need. But for for whatever reason, you have enough now. So charging one of them, if you were not but charging, yeah. if you were somehow able to funnel energy into one of the shards, you, you would essentially be funneling into all of them. Yeah. You're talking about capturing a god, which is a very unique thing to the crystals. So if you're talking I about capturing a god... I'm not necessarily referring to just capturing a god. Okay, so you're, talk- you're asking a different question, then. I'm just saying, if I were to somehow funnel energy... Let's say my own energy. I just put some of Ren's arcane ability, and I just... Channeled some think- of myself into... So that is a thing that no one has figured out how to do. Mm. Ren plays... I mean, that's what, f- uh, that's what Pinter was answering before when you were asking about harnessing the aberrant energy is there seems to be almost an, an unlimited potential in these that can be explored but but the ability to contain gods seems hardwired into the, the, the very nature, into the DNA of what these shards are as if they were crafted specifically for that purpose the shards are also at the same time of an unbelievable amount of uh Potential power, which is strange, you know. Unlike, like as I said, unlike anything you studied before. So, says, yes, it's like a bucket that's specifically made for holding gods. You can put water or oil in it, but only the gods would really fit best. The water might leak. Pinter's been spending a lot of time. <laughs> Frida is just smiling. She's just nodding. Yeah, like, and yep. would I mean I don't know. I can kind of get where you're going, like, if we could store, like, a whole bunch of, like, arcane energy in the things already, but, I mean, that would kind of require us to, like, put it in there, and I don't know if these things are necessarily, like, pumps, exactly? Like, you'd only be able to put it in there as fast as you could transfer (laughs) the thing, but we need just oodles of it. Oodles. Like. Good word. Tons, tons of stuff. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I completely distracted you with the latest fan art from the chat. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 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 no, that's that's Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You did jack shit for three days. That's the one we're looking at. I don't know if there are others. You must post these on forums. Yeah, really. That's what the forums are for. All right. Any bananas, oh no, they're actually saying that that's me. <laughs> yeah, I can see the castle in front of you. Oh, oh that's the castle. Oh, I thought that was his hands. <laughs> no, he's not doing that. I thought it was yeah. you I'm doing not... this. You did jack shit with little square hands. Look at your beard; it's glorious. That's a glorious beard. It's pretty amazing. I'm actually pretty happy. I'm with the that. one with the pointiest head. I think. <laughs> Alright, we've, uh, the joke does work well with you as well. <laughs> and, uh, I think that's Ren studying <laughs> the smallest book. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not. Okay, we're gonna get totally distracted by looking at all this art, even though it is oh amazing. My God, it's beautiful. Oh, I love the version of Hasten. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Um. So Hugh was saying something and then got completely derailed by some jackass. Oh, I was gonna say maybe they don't work like a. It was just a container, not a pump. So I mean, it doesn't matter if you could siphon some of yourself in there. I mean, 
it would still be meager compared to the amount that we would need to get. I mean, you need to be like, I'm just, I'm. Huey's ideas. responding to literally what Ren said. I know, but Ren's yeah. getting frustrated as hell. I know, and but Ren's I mean, just like, even if you were to change oh yeah, oh yeah. stuff into it, maybe I'm it would take so you like 10 years. I'm so sick of this. Like, maybe they do it. this. Maybe they do this. What if they do this? How about they do this? Ren says, I'm off to study. The red crystal shards. My shard. Please do. And he goes off. <laughs> and he goes, I'll go back and work in the field so you can do that. <laughs> and he goes, back, he goes off into his room because he's so frustrated about this. We're like, guys, I've been in the palace. It's great. <laughs> so Ren goes and goes back to his room. It's like, I'd love to help. I have a massage schedule. <laughs> massage. It's, it's a diplomatic thing. Yeah, it's diplomacy. What? Guessing cucumbers around together. It's BYOC. <laughs> he goes back and starts to just conduct tests of his own. Alright. Yeah, because he's never really, not quite in the same way that, that Pinter, not once you had all the shards, like, really studied them. That was kind of Pinter's job. I mean, Ren knows that, that, I mean, he could feel it, that this, that the rod itself holds an enormous amount of, of energy and power in itself. And the fact that that we speculate because we've never actually tried it or done a whole lot of research to test it we've just been told that it can hold the power of gods or whatever um, that's pretty amazing to him so he is just like you know what we don't know what to do we're saying okay let's go get some gods but we still don't know what that actually means or how we're supposed to do it or where the gods even are so Ren just goes off into his room to conduct more tests. On. So, who was... Uh, gotcha. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Damn there. No, it's fine. In his room. Who was up in the top of the spire uh, talking with the clerics? Priests? Uh, I was. And, and Hugh Red was. And Red. And Solus. And Solus, right? So, what did they say to you about the gods? They said that they're I weak make sure I in remember. this world and they could be captured, possibly. And they were going to attempt to try and get them, but that they were going to do solids instead. Well, they didn't say that they were weak. They just said that they thought that we were overestimating. Yeah, they said they said something to the effect that you guys are seriously overestimating, or or you don't understand the nature of the gods. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it'd be worth talking to the priest more about it. But Pinter's a little scared. (laughs) He recommends Aurora does. Next time Pinter sees Aurora. What's up, Pinter? <laughs> She's got her perfectly manicured fingernails. Perfectly manicured fingernails. I said, Aurora, um, yeah. I was thinking those, the, the priests of Dea seem to know more about hunting the gods than we do. So it, There's a knock at your door. I'm talking. Um, <laughs> he says, Forsyth. Forsyth goes to the door. Opens it. It is Karis. Karis Matic. <laughs> Uh, What's up, Karis? He's been... I just saw you, like, a minute ago. ...getting in the habit of uh, picking up Aurora in the morning, coming by... Hi. ...and, uh, and bringing bring her to the palace. Does he have a sweet ride? He's <laughs> been, uh, he's been spending it's a lot of time. <sighs> I feel awkward. He says... <laughs> he says, Aurora, yes. that meeting we spoke about yesterday uh, with your, um, with your friends. Right. Oh, got it about it. He says she thinks to herself but My father that. thinks uh, my father thinks that uh, that this morning would be a good time to do it. We have a break in the schedule. Or pauses for a moment and says, "Do you agree?" 
He says, certainly. Ah, agreeing with one's father is not always so certain. <laughs> I'm sure you know of this. And she uh, motions to Pinter, who is in the room. He says, he do you have some there. free time? No, but I'll go. <laughs> he says, in an hour. At, in an uh, hour? At court. I just talk to him. Uh, is this what she says? Yeah. She's says, like, he's, you did he's, not he's, tell them? Well, the plan changed. Right. He says, The mayor thinks it is about time uh, that you all, that we all lay our cards on the table, as it were. He says, Please come ready to discuss, um, to discuss what you are here for, how the city can help you, what you expect from the city, and what your plans are for the future uh, of Excellent. our city. That's not the right wording, but yeah, that is what he says. Are you with planning gusto. on taking over? <laughs> yeah, how soon are you planning on taking <laughs> over? We... Will there be a coup, or can we surrender peacefully? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in one hour's time. And then he bows. Interested to hear this? Uh, he tells Rory, says, uh, "You know, if they're not there, um, actually, this may be the best time to just honestly tell them what we need to do. Um, we could even capture a god for their engine." Maybe. Hugh is not always a super big fan of meetings, but he's incredibly excited about going to the one today, because yesterday he was talking to pass the time, and he brought up that he knew how to weave, like an idiot, and <laughs> oh that was God. on the docket for today. So <laughs> oh he's happy to be getting out of that one. <laughs> we need everyone there, except for Hugh, you're needed in the weaving room. <laughs> you're needed in the weaving room forever. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, yeah, this he's just going to freshen head. up. He's going to go and tell Rand about this. He doesn't... Yeah, but he wow. sees no reason to hide anything. And assumes, of course, that no one else sees a reason to So hide should anything. we discuss what we're going to tell them before we tell them what we're going to tell them? Pinter um, says you mean the, the truth, right? Uh, we should probably clarify that we're all on the same page so that one of us doesn't start lying while the other one starts telling the truth. Because that would be awkward. Yeah, which would never happen. So what do we have to lie about? I don't know. Let's discuss it. Well, that's the question. Do, <laughs> do we? Uh, Brandis already told them that we're from another world. Yeah, but that can be interpreted in so many ways. So it's I say we be completely honest with them. Um, they have every right to know what happened. Do they? I mean, when we start blabbing about rights here, it's, it gets kind of sticky. Um, not that I want to actually lie either, I'm just Well, saying. primary question, would telling them the truth of our situation endanger our mission of getting back at all? I don't see why not. I mean, it is in their interest to capture the odds as well. Well, whether or not you see a risk is not the primary factor in whether or not something such as a risk exists. Uh, but there's also to say that would it harm us to not tell them? That's a possibility as well. The only real thing that we can decide here is do we trust these people enough to tell them that and will telling them serve us in some way? Is there any harm or benefit to telling them, essentially? Yes. Uh, Ren, what do you think? Ren is weighing the options because he can see merit to both situations. He thinks that, yes, having their back... uh, having a few more people on their side when it comes to trying to harness power 
may be a good thing. On the other hand, it could also incite a panic and um, perhaps maybe a bit of resentment towards us that we are going to be ditching them and heading back to our own world because if they ask, Ren's not going to pull any punches. Unless we feed him this whole pinter thing. Unless we feed them the whole pinter thing. But Ren is very doubtful about that. They may not take it well because essentially we're talking about leaving them. Yes. Um, Hey guys! Hey guys, we could really use your help getting ourselves out of here. So... By the way, you guys know about Pinter's interest in attempting to bring the city back, but you... Unless Hasten has told you guys, you don't know about him giving the shard to Hasten. Hasten didn't say anything. Yeah, or to him... Well, Hasten's at the meeting now. Does he speak up? About giving the shard? Or about them, him working, get them back or something, I don't know. I don't think so. Pinter not leaving the... The only thing he knows that you don't know is that Pinter gave him the shard. Oh, well, and, and that he and, said he's not going to leave when we do if he thinks he can get them back somehow. Uh, yes, there. I guess there is that. You know, he doesn't say anything. Okay. Good man. Um, it could actually work very poorly, because if they feel that we're going to leave them, then any real aid that they give us is essentially wasted, where they could be giving it to themselves if they're seeking to preserve themselves. Well, unless we help them as well by, um, you know, if we're capturing multiple gods here, we might as well give one to them to power their engine. If it's that easy. If we can find one, I mean, that's... Well, that'll probably hang out. It's God City somewhere. <laughs> Godton. <laughs> you live in a strange, strange little world, Pinter. <laughs> I mean, this could be... paved with God. <laughs> the streets are paved with God. Red asks God. because... He wasn't there when this was told, but... Are we all expected to report in? Yes. Yeah, I assume. It's so, a group meeting. So I mean, I'm, I'm supposed to be... Including RA4. I'm a, yes, they don't know what he is, but because they him into a plow. Oftentimes, when I go and speak my mind, things end up being worse. Things end up going not the way the group wants them to go. Well, the fact that you recognize that is frankly a good step. Um, in so, doing what we want you to do. So a perhaps good step in becoming a more productive member of society. So perhaps they're. No, you should come. Your voice is as important as any of ours. Yes. Absolutely. Although it may be more shrill. <laughs> At least someone who has breathed in a helium bucket. <laughs> um, I think that honesty is probably a better scenario here, just because I... <coughs> I think Maddox is a good person. And because of that, I don't feel like they're going to just abandon us... Because we want something good for us. Absolutely. And we're not going to take anything away from them. I mean, if we if we pull our weight like we said we will, then we'll actually be a benefit to them. Uh, and if Pinter's idea does come to fruition, then they stand to gain all the more. So I don't think we should hold back on that idea either. Though we should temper their expectations with a dose of reality. Mm, of course. Which is, you know, this may not happen, but it may be a hope that they will thrive on. So, I don't know how much we can do for them, but if it becomes if it becomes possible, and it's not too detrimental to our own ends, Mm -hmm. to they were seeking to repower their shield so that essentially when this 
thing happens in five years, they'll survive it. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, the world will still be a shit place to live in, but they'll still be, you know... They'll be alive. Alive, which is pretty awesome, all things considered. It's always been your theory. Yeah. Um, so if we could fix that for them while we're doing stuff, and it's not impossible, that'd be pretty cool. Among the other impossible tasks we're attempting to achieve. <laughs> Let's just add one more impossible task. What's one more? I don't know. Besides, I must admit, I have a certain fondness for them. It would at least say, hey, if we can do that, we will. It'll give us a little more goodwill. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely in agreement. Ren really doesn't want to go to the meeting. He'd rather stay here and study. And he's a little bit... Well, why don't you stand in the corner, then? ...bitter about the fact that he has to go. You don't have to. You really don't. He's he getting a- he kind asked of, for you to come. He's getting kind of grouchy at this whole situation. Aurora says, You are Ren, Ren the Feywild, Lord of Ren, Kenya. Uh, uh, you don't have no to come No one can to tell you where to go. He well, asked yes, you to come, I but you don't that, have to. But so if you don't want to go, don't go. D- just don't blame us that you have to go. First of all, you're goddamn right nobody tells me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Except for all those times. Ren's mood just went way up when you said that. <laughs> but... I... Somebody. If me not going ends up bringing more detriment to our cause than good, it's on our heads. Well, then it, 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 well, I don't even really care about these people, but it makes our job harder in the long run. Well, just try to consider that before you do things that are sometimes things that you do. Alright, let's go. Alright. We don't. So Ren's going. Okay. Psychophones. Psychophones. Just about to try. The court! In this place. Pretty nice looking. Uh, it's one of the, the nicer buildings in this place, especially given the very small amount of raw materials they have to work with to build something like this. What is it? Uh, uh, what's the primary decor look like on the inside? Anybody? Glass. Glass. Hmm. Yeah, there's Glass. a lot of sand here, and they have a lot of resources to turn it into. So the places, massive panes of glass. The places that they uh, glass, to make a place glass, look more, glass, um, glass. you know, to rich and and uh, more important is a lot of glass. So there's some glass pillars, clearly just decoration uh, in this place, as well as stained glass uh, up high. Motifs is probably the most. Uh, it's a very very nice looking building. I mean, actually, in all honesty, it's a bit garish uh, by. by Modern standards, but in this world, it's decadent. If you've got it flaunted, decadent is for food. But it's also decadent to a giant. Delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a big gaudy. Gaudy is the word I was going for. Gods are what we're looking for, so that's good. Oh my god, get out, Pinter! <laughs> <laughs> at the center, or kind of at the very rear, just behind uh, wherever he sits, is a. Um, inside the place, like almost kind of like a small shack made of um, 
piled stones, which was the very first building of the city. Hmm. Um, shack in the, inside the palace. It was rumored that this was uh, the first building that Maddox constructed when she arrived. Aurora is just so happy about everything <laughs> she hears about noise. the original Maddox doing. Um, that she used to smoke cigarettes here. <gasps> And fooled around Sally. with boys. <laughs> no. There's a large table where the mayor is sitting. Hello, and mayor. Karis Maddock has uh, met you at the entrance to this building and has led hey, you Karis. in. He takes a seat to the right of the mayor and gestures for you all to have a seat. Is this patriarchal? Do we know? No idea. Hmm. I'm going to say yes. The mayor no. stands. Everyone sits down? Yep. No, we stand up. <clears throat> Because he stood up. <laughs> he says, please, make yourself comfortable. She really relaxes. <laughs> he says, now, considering what happened a few days ago, and now that I have had time <coughs> to speak to all the other parties involved... Except for the dead guy. I believe you have a great deal more to tell me regarding your presence and purpose among our people. Hmm. I understand it can be difficult to trust strangers in this world. Dace knows we don't give it out freely. But certainly, it is in both of our best interests to lay all our cards on the table following the incident at the tower. Wouldn't you agree? Of course. Yes. Certainly. It says, please, why are you here? Well, <clears throat> truth? Yep. Yes. I'll take a lie, so long as the truth comes after. We are gods. That's fine. We are dead. Um, a cataclysm... Uh, well, the cataclysm that turned this world into what it was. Uh, essentially, the demons... Uh, you may want to sit down. Yeah. I don't know how much lore you have of the origin of this cataclysm. Uh, it, the demons doing what they did and destroying the Nine Hells, as well as all the other planes and gods and such, as well as this realm, um, was such a huge event that it... That sounds crazy. Created a, a rift or an aftershock, and we come from a world uh, before that happened. So, so we're stuck here. In time, you guess you could say, and against our will, we've been forced to jump back and forth <laughs> through our world and this one as we seek to prevent this fate uh, from happening again in ours. So, here we are, uh, and our recent thing is that our ties connecting us back to our own world have been cut and we seek to reattach them the mayor looks over to his wizard advisor his wizard uh, who is sitting at the table and the wizard responds he says it would explain the uh, the It would explain the strange observation about uh, most of what they wear seeming to be too new to have been uh, created before the end of all things. And unfashionable. The stuff we wear is... He says, the the story itself is almost impossible to believe, but... Stranger things have happened. He says, one stranger thing has ever happened. (laughs) Yes. Stranger things, we don't have a lot of stories in this world. They're only like a thousand yeah. people. <laughs> We've 
as we've jumped back and forth, we continue to go through different eras of time to shortly after when the cataclysm occurred to now, whereas hundreds of years have passed here. Uh, for us, it's been maybe a year or so of time spent. Um, we actually briefly... Yeah. No? Uh, the mayor... <laughs> the mayor uh, cocks an eyebrow and says, uh, says, please, I'm dying to hear it. We met your medic once. Before she came to this place. The two Maddox look to each other. And uh, their expressions change. They sour a bit. And they say, You already have us trying to believe a story that is so unbelievable that now you say that of all the people you could have met in your trips to this world, that you have met... The one person that it we have already explained to you is the most important uh, person. Is the most yes. important person in our history. Tell her you it gave seems, her the knife. And okay. show it to it her. seems too good to be true. Oh my god, don't do that. Don't do it. We're gonna um, destroy their the whole The cleric. The cleric. Are there some um, kind of rules against not disturbing the natural The snitch. There's some kind of thing. The, table. <laughs> <laughs> the snitch at the table. The, the now high cleric. Oh jeez, I go to this guy. It's not uh, voting. It's whoever talks At the, the table most. says, real or not, I should like to hear uh, all the details of these um, uh, of these story. travels that you have been on. <laughs> says, we would love to uh, check it against our own records and see what you can't help fill in. He says, I am extremely, uh, I'm extremely interested in this. He says, another time. He says, but please, when you find yourselves with some time, come to our, uh, come to our tower. Pinter. He's kind of looking to anyone. <laughs> yeah, Pinter says, I'm of course interested. He says, in fact, I have something that might help you. He says, the last time we traveled to this, uh, to this dark land, this inhospitable, horrible place, uh, he says, I studied much of what <laughs> we, we have seen. We hate your land! The world blows. <laughs> I studied much of what we have seen. Uh, perhaps what I have researched mm. will help you. He says, I know you've been surviving here a long time, but, um... There may be things that I was able to observe that you have not. And he takes out a copy of his book. Oh, the one he had published. Uh, uh, Potter Punic from, uh, Can any of you read? Mind in the Matter. Observational notes on the various effects of exposure of the far realms upon the material plane. A series of illustrations, essays, and diagrams by Pinter Pashtari of Dreamkeep. And uh, the book is basically all titled. And uh, he gives it to the high priest. The high priest looks and he says, This book, it is elegantly bound. He says, The type magically reproduced. And, he's, and uh, he looks through it and he, sa- uh, he looks over to the wizard and to Madoc and he says, He says, As we were discussing earlier, he says, It is impossible that these people are from our world. He says, I think they must be telling the truth. They sent these people to us as a gift to help us with our uh, to to fill in the the knowledge that we are missing. Sure. You see the younger Maddock, not quite as practiced at uh, diplomacy, roll his eyes just slightly. Uh, Ren says, "I have some questions about your days." <laughs> Is he a four-winged? Aurora's going. Why did we say that he should come to the meeting? 
Ren says... Ren actually said you didn't have to come. Oh, that's true. Ren says... Uh, tell me more about this god of yours. He says, what is it that you seek to know? There is many. We have do you, do you, volumes do of you, information. Do you commune with this god? <laughs> He says, oh, "Ordinarily, Ooh. no. Uh, the it's high priest, the uh, the high priest, is the one gift with the ability to receive Dace's messages." When was the last message received? He says, "I was only named high priest uh, yesterday." Well, yeah, but not the certainly, question's answered. Certainly, the high priest would share such revelation with the rest of the order. He says, "It has been the order's decision to uh, to strike any." Uh, to strike any new communication from the previous high priest from our uh, from our official doctrine, in light of uh, in light of the discovery that he had been touched by the void. Okay, that's some pretty fast work. Ken, like toasted it all or something already? There's an automatic this, toast. He says button. we, of course, would not destroy the words that were spoken. It is just it, they have simply been moved to a volume. Uh, he says, everything is worth studying. He we says, the words that he spoke while under the influence of the void could help give us insight into what, uh, into how to detect such an intrusion at a later date. Probably wise. He says, it is free for your perusal. We have no secrets. Hmm. Anymore. Um, Rand says, do you only speak with this god, or does does it does, does Deus ever manifest him or herself to it says, you? It is said that Deus manifested uh, himself before the original Madoc, uh, at the uh, just before the end of all things. Yes, and had given to her the dawn blade. Here's a word we haven't heard in a while. But has the um, but has Deus uh, personally come down? Since then, he says, "In our records, that was the uh, that is the last time that Dace has appeared physically before uh, and, before anyone. And there has been no event that has been as important as that day. And according to Dace, the God Himself crafted this dawn blade and gave it to the original Maddock. The Mayor Maddock stands up <clears throat> and he says, <clears throat> "This is boring." He says. <laughs> I respect your uh, your desire to learn as much about uh, our culture, our culture <laughs> as possible. I would invite you to uh, to come to the uh, uh, to head to the the library in the tower to learn. And the clerics there are always happy to go preach on their, and, on uh, and, on. Go, and go on and on and about on. about dace and the history thereof. I do want. To lay all our cards on the table, and I am not trying to hold back any information. He oh, says, Pinter "I says. simply think that perhaps, while we have everybody's attention, that there <laughs> are uh, better topics to discuss." And then he looks to Ren. He looks. He looks. He's he's, he's posing it as a question to Ren. Ren just says, uh, "God is alive." <laughs> I question. I question the intentions and motivations of the group if they happen to be following I'm not saying that it is <laughs> god. I just don't know anything about this god and so I naturally 
This this god does not exist and in our world. Being pragmatic and asking, the priest starts to stand up and says, "They speak blasphemy." But the mayor puts his hand in front, silencing him, and he says, uh, "He says it is part of our humanity that makes us curious and doubt, and is an important part of our survival. They are doing nothing wrong." And the high priest shuts up. Ren, back down. Ren says, <laughs> "If I were to." Ren says, if I were to you. give you proof that this dais... What end? That this dais... <laughs> All the rest of us are just like... <laughs> nobody, nobody's saying anything to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> that no, Ren's like, stop me! Hell! Hugh, Hugh, Hugh stop says... Ren. Hugh, pause for a moment. Um... We may be talking about some sensitive subject. Who, who all's in the room right now? Everyone. Uh, all of you guys. Mm-hmm. The mayor. The mayor's son. Uh, the high priest. As well as uh, some, like, um... Clerks. Uh, guards. You know, uh, Clerks. Some clerks that are uh, filling glasses and such. Hugh says, um... If you're planning on talking about it, it probably wise to clear the room. The wizard. Yeah, of people who would blab. Yes, quite frankly, because I don't know what the consequences could be, and they could be negative if information. Why got should out. we take these people's faith away? Yeah. I because if they are worshiping a false god, and that causes I them think, to I help us, the high priest. No, we are having a tiny conversation, like whispering to each other. Yes. <laughs> Pinterest You're not speaking? Is that what we're doing? I Ren will say, no, because Ren was talking and Hugh well, interrupted. Aurora, Ren will go either way with this. Aurora is yeah. definitely not blabbing Pinterest that out. Pinterest steps like forward and says, speaking of the gods, there was something else we wanted to talk to you about. Thank God. Uh, the high priest is not, he's not like losing it. He's just, he looks, he just looks frustrated. That's this it. may be especially uh, in your interest, uh, a high priest snitch. Uh, great snitch. Oh, great snitch. <laughs> oh, great. This is a word of respect among oh, your people. Oh, great snitch. Uh, he <laughs> says, We believe we have found a way to get ourselves back to the light world. He I says, mean, our world. <laughs> yeah, back to the good world. Where <laughs> everything is nice. Uh, no, he says, Back hurts. to our world. He says, However, it would mean doing something that would be in our world considered an almost impossible feat. It seems to be more possible here. It would be required to catch a few gods. A few. A handful. Not one. Uh, What is their reaction to this? The cleric is the one who visibly most, like, looks at Pinter when he says this. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Didn't you just kill us for doing that? Maddock. <clears throat> Looks cranky. Maddock says... Oh my god, Sam. Sorry, is it really loud? <laughs> yes, extremely. <laughs> um, so you've just said, we want to capture gods. We want to capture a few gods. And then he just is looking at them. He says... That is a strange coincidence, which you all seem to be very full of these uh, these days. There are no such things as coincidences, Maddox. Their world is full of coincidences, Maddox. 
<laughs> I don't know what to believe. <laughs> it gets worse. He says, "That kind of happens when the population goes way I down." I have been speaking with High Cleric, High Cleric Snitch. <laughs> Is his name really like maybe? And while snitchery. I some snitchery or something. And while I knew a lot of detail about the uh, depletion of the shield and our limited time left. Uh, under the safety of it. He says, It was not until the events in the tower that I had learned of a plan to revitalize its power. He looks, he says, As I have said, all our cards on the table. He says, We want, uh, we see you as a great asset to us. And if if you do do truly plan to leave, we hope that you will consider helping us before you go. Pinter says, of course. Says, I believe that is why we're here in the first place. He says, that being said, Rand smirks. The clerics believe that the unique power of the gods that you speak of, we call them the old gods. Mm-hmm. Says, the, um, the clerics say that the old gods uh, are not uh, are no longer true gods, but are uh, but are something else, and that Deus is the only true god left. Sure. That these that these old gods have a unique sort of power that can uh, that despite the weave collapsing, and then he looks to his wizard. He says, "Correct me if I'm getting the terminology wrong." He says. Despite the weave collapsing, they seem to be retaining their own power. It says, it comes from something else. And looks, uh, and you see Frida just kind of nodding. Yeah, there's a yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it says, they feel that if they could bring a god here and, uh, and sort of reconfigure our shield to draw from the god's power instead, that we would have a persistent power, uh, that we would have a persistent way to power the shield. And even once all magic is gone from this world, our shield would still function. That's true. In the course of their research, it says, he says, we only know of two of the old gods existing in this world. Who are they? The high priest speaks up, uh, and he says, we know of one that they once called Shar, oh. as well as another that the uh, that the Yarl, dead race of the elves referred to as Labaras Enerath. We Labaras Enerath. Is that the one we met? Crazy old man. Time. No. No. Nope. What is the translation of that? Labaras Enerath is the god who has tried to kill you a couple times. Uh, for violating the time magic. The time See, I always thought that was a crazy old guy. No, that was a Munitar. <laughs> what is the Munitar god of? Just the sun? He was the god the of the sun. Okay. Sort of the god of the passage of time, you could consider him. <laughs> gotcha. I, I like the, the group of hears these names and everyone's just like, yeah, we had no problem killing those guys. <laughs> Levelus Enerath is the one that the, uh, the old temple on the top of the Snowflake Mountains... The angels that bum rushed us when we were talking to Blackwood. Gonna be so they they were the ones that basically they protected the secrets uh, of all sorts of 
time manipulation stuff mm. uh, under the charge of, you know, that was Loveless and Arath's thing. And thing. every time you guys have sort of violated those Something. time laws, uh, Loveless and Arath has come and tried to kill you. Guys, yeah. how sweet is it going to be to capture Shar? And use him for a battery. Oh my god, it's So are you speaking in character? Stay in character here. Okay. How <laughs> around sweet the table. is it gonna be? Pinter um, says I believe it can be done. I says, I wish to know though, if you had a chance to leave this world, and I'm not saying at all it is possible. He said, but if you had a chance to leave this world and come to one like ours, would you wish to? He was grimacing at this. Yeah, <laughs> Ren's like, you were offering them false. Hope. How do you like it, Ren? Ren looks right at, at in front of everybody and says, "Really, really, Pinter? He's just he's asking. tempering it with reality a little. Yeah, though. he's not saying, "Hey guys, guess what? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you like not, a, uh, I mean, we just told them that we can go back. Yeah, Ren says they're going to be wondering, like, why aren't they inviting us? Uh, Awkward. Should we? Invite Ren ourselves? looks at them and says, "Okay, before you get your hopes up." We haven't actually figured out how to do this yet, so... We figured out how to get ourselves back. Don't take no, this... No, we have, maybe, ourselves yeah. back. We have the ability to capture the power of a god and the spell to get ourselves back. God, Pinter, you have got such a big fucking mouth. <laughs> you said we're telling them the truth. He was born with it. <laughs> you guys did all agree to just tell them everything. Yeah. Jesus. You had nothing. But anyways, he the mayor. And says, the mayor has been silent since he asked, listening yeah, to somebody Maddox, bickering. If and then Ren looks at Pinter and says, "How about I just tell him how their god is bullshit? Do you want me to do that too?" <laughs> Can we? Um, and looks back at the rest the, of the group to see what they do. Uh, could we clear the room of the non-essential members? I mean, I the high priest can... stands up. It's complicated. Calmly, it's complicated, and says, "With respect, mayor, I have more important duties to take care of in the tower." If any of you wish to learn more about Dace, you may come to our tower. And then he leaves. The mayor makes a motion to stop oh him, God. but he does not stop. Yeah. He's, it, it's one of those, like, gestures of, like, I'm going to pretend like I'm going to try to stop him to, like, do, like, a gesture. Like, the mayor ah, says, no, wait. Oh, okay, I guess you're going to I believe I can't do anything. that decision would have to fall on each individual citizen. He says, I myself... I do not believe that I would leave this city unless everyone went. He's such a good leader. He says, this is, this is why we are here. The, the great original Madoc formed this city to protect, uh, to, to protect all of the civilized world, all that is left of it. He says, I would not leave unless there is no civilized world left. Or, I would not leave if there is any civilized world being left behind. He says it in a very elegant way, because he's a very elegant man, even if Greg is not. (laughs) You are an elegant man. Thank you, Caitlin! Elegant or eloquent? Shut up! (laughs) You're an elegant and eloquent. need to get you a top hat. (laughs) Okay, that's what he he answers uh, Pinter's question. Pinter's satisfied with that. Um, He says, I... Would ask that you not suggest this option to the citizens. He says, "Of course, of unless I knew that it was something we could absolutely no, no. do." He says, you think you the message of 
the message of him. such a thing, it's... It could cause a riot. It is delicate. <laughs> he says... It if, would have to be communicated appropriately. He says, understood. If I found that it could be done, you would be the one to know. Unless anybody at all stops me on the street and asks me why I'm excited. <laughs> That's really all In which all it case I cannot be responsible. <laughs> Anything I say. No, he says he would be the only one to know. He says, I trust one you. One riot's not enough for you, eh? <laughs> More riots! All riots are okay in the pursuit of knowledge. Ren looks at... at so is everyone, all the, the clerics and stuff, are all non-essential personnel, and the clerics are gone now? You're to be a god, too. Ask that question again. You wanted who's still <laughs> All here. non-essential yeah, personnel who's, who's, who's and the clerics here? are gone? Only the high cleric left. Yeah, oh. but didn't Hugh say, let's get everybody out of here? He was saying it as people were, like, shouting and arguing at people. <laughs> but it didn't happen. <laughs> sure, you're going to have to actually shoot them out. I mean, he was basically saying it like as Pinter was if saying all this stuff, your... being like, "We really should do this," but Pinter kept talking anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's was essentially what went down. Pinter, why would he do that? It's so out of character. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, where are these gods? Uh, <laughs> yes, there's a lot of things we could talk about but that's kind of primarily what we're interested in quite frankly so as the clerics have located this god they uh, this old god they call Shar mm-hmm. in a um, in a massive graveyard ruins not terribly far from the city here it says what they uh, they as I said, I'd only learned about this information a day ago. They had been trying to figure out how to safely get there and bring back this old god with them. Hmm. It, might Says, be harder it is exceptionally dangerous for us to travel out there. If we do not uh, wear the, uh, the masks that we have fashioned, he says, it takes only seconds for the void to take control. Mm-hmm. We have learned that the hard way. We've had better luck. Yes, we've had experience out there surviving for days on end. He says, this seems like a job. He says, yes, you've, uh, you had been out there for, uh, for so long and passed our, uh, our detection test on coming in. Yep. You truly gifted with something that, uh, that none of us can explain. Maybe it's because we're from another world? Or because we're awesome? Because we're heroes. He says, that was our one and two uh, running theories. <laughs> yeah. Number three is your mind flare doppelganger. What about an outsider like, incompatibility theory and the awesomeness theory? And the Labalas Inereth? Labalas Inereth. Not Andereth. Different. Labalas? Andereth. Labalas Andereth. Labalas Andereth. Andereth. Man. The worst combination. Because. Levelless Enerath is uh, is further away. His exact location is uh, is less known to them, but they know yeah, what the area of the world uh, he was observed. And in our experience, the old gods that are left uh, have stayed put for a very long time. Interesting. Okay. It seems says, like it'd be. A I, he, he says. Shar first. He says all of the old gods have uh, have never moved from their resting place after the end of all things. All of them. 
Are there any else we want to check out? Uh, there were two more that we were aware of. That's all we'd met. Yeah. Sirik, who was insane and still rather potent when we last saw him. And, um, the old crazy man with the angel guardian. Lincoln, I now regret using that potion. The angel was named. (laughs) This is our chance to just be like, I wonder what this god is up to. He's over there. Oh, oh yeah, that would be really that incredibly almost useful. Just made my night. <laughs> <laughs> but too late. Um, Ren wants to go to the Park. temple and go find out more about Days. <laughs> By find out, you mean he wants the whole Park. thing to come crashing down <laughs> on their heads to go. Shatter their only figure out. Illusion. Let them believe who it. this person was, if they actually existed, and it was you. It was you. Uh, it was how you might summon them if apparently they come and talk to <laughs> the high cleric. Pinter um, had looked into them last time, and he yeah. found in their books that pretty much it, like, it, there was never really any real evidence. Yeah, they don't even use divine magic. So oh, I, yeah, they don't get any kind of. Power from it, yeah. Um, All of his teachings are just kind of not basics. particularly. I mean, they're they're kind of sort of things that someone might come up with as far as doctrine. Like Man's dogma, yeah. Oh, it's like the flying spaghetti monster. Yeah. Hey, that's real. <laughs> um, we all worship that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Pinterest converted. Yes, mom. Ren's going anyways. All right. He's determined to find the chink in the dais uh, armor that will truly ruin these people's beliefs. (laughs) All right. You show me. That's where Ren heads off to after this meeting. What about you guys? Let's um, let's look at Char. Let's put together strike team. We are the strike team. Okay, we have all our numbers. Strike team done! <laughs> Check that off the list. Pinter um, gives her a high five. Do we need to be concerned at all about the psychic stuff? I mean, last time we were out there before we got in here, it was... I mean, you definitely feel the pressure. It was certainly not overbearing yet, but it was definitely... Yeah. He's going to request... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Uh, six? What's the I construction don't think of those needs one. <laughs> We're putting one on our A5. <laughs> We're gonna get uh, six of those masks. If you have six, to spare. If not, he'll help them make more. I assume there's six masks they could use. Uh, so that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna try to get the six masks. I'll answer that in a second. Relata, uh, Hugh, and Aurora. Or you can just say you kind of wants to tell him all the stories. Everything that happened just as it's kind of cool. Aurora is is downpour it, but it's gonna go a little crazy. Yeah, that's that's why I mean that's what clear the non essentials. Tell Matic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah, Okay, so like everyone's out of the room, right? Except for I mean you don't Mat- have to actually explain it. You Except just tell for the Maddox. Yeah. Um Aurora starts talking about the fact that she's ultra Matic. <laughs> Protomatic. Protomatic <laughs> 
She's gotten a taste of uh, of uh, helping rule this town and just wants to be named mayor. Not at all. No, she does I not. Have seniority by eight generations. By eight you generation. can add another jewel to her crown. Bing. No, uh, she just she doesn't like not telling them. It it, it feels a little weird. Uh, she's she's not all about destroying their mythology, but she uh, she does want to add to it. <laughs> And so she she basically is kind of like, okay, this is going to sound even crazier than the last few things that we've said, and you didn't want to roleplay. We don't have time to roleplay now, so just okay. tell me what it is that you want to... Uh, and she says, I, I'm your great, 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 great... They're just, they're just listening, yes. Grandmother. <laughs> Uh, that's what Aurora's doing, and it's Hugh just there. And he's, like, backing up my star. Ah! No, no, no! <laughs> also evidence! As the doors! <laughs> As the doors shut on me. The court where Aurora and Hugh are explaining their, the, who they truly are relative to these medics. Ren is going to destroy these people's only faith. Uh, okay. And their gods. And Pinter is... Uh, well, Pinter has commissioned the creation of two more masks for the only had four. And as their blacksmiths and their, uh, and their wizards The forges help, burn! The forges burn! And their wizards help infuse the, uh, the anti-psionic magic so as to protect... Your minds, the strike team readies itself yeah. to move forth to the city. We're taking down shots. And we'll continue next week. And what do you want to say? I just want to clarify. <laughs>